the taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. Sounds like Audio Crisp. Welcome to the North End Podcast, where three Canadians talk about English soccer. Today we are live from the Matador Ballroom in Toronto. I'm blessed with the same guests as usual, Mr. Paul Forrest and Mr. David Convery. Gentlemen, how are you today? I'm good. I don't know if I'm a guest, though. I think co-host... You co-host? Know, see, he always ruins the intro. Co-host? He has to point out something wrong with it instead of just going What do you with think, it. Dave Conry? <laughs> I like everything that's just happened here. It feels right. <laughs> so, it feels so, like a normal right? plot. So, so anyway, like guys. We're back at action. How are you? Yeah, it's good, to, it's good to be back. I feel like we haven't done this in a while. Even when we... Actually, I think the last pod we did was probably my favorite pod because I just really enjoyed doing it. So it's been a while. No pressure on this one. How y'all doing? Good. 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 I don't like missing pod weeks. Yeah, it's Last difficult. week was tough because of a stupid fucking international break. Yeah, I know. It's tough for you guys because you have a shitty-ass team in the international side of things, so you don't have anything to look oh, forward to. Oh, I don't know why I would say that. <laughs> Losing to uh, Kazakhstan 3-0 didn't... Uh... Junior Hoylet scored a goal <laughs> after throwing the ball inbound on the back of one of his players for Canada. That's impressive. Seriously? He did. Yeah, they okay. did. They did. Uh, they qualified for the Gold Cup. Is that what it was? I don't Something know. like that. He only know. scores like really, really cool goals. Yeah, I don't want Scotland. Or yeah, terrible. yeah. Scotland's a shame. I know what you're talking about. We're both Scottish. It's a shameful <laughs> fucking. I am more Canadian for, for yeah. soccer than I am Scottish, and that's just telling you something about the state of Scottish fucking soccer. It's yeah, terrible. It's pretty terrible. Awful. It's pretty Might awful. be at the, like the worst ever. Amazing ever ice hockey in my team, lifetime. Though. I no, think it probably is. Yeah, losing to Kazakhstan three 0 in international is yeah, shameful. Yeah. Should we should we talk about what we did instead of potting? Yeah, let's do that. How we got together, talked football, got drunk at a bar, and argued about uh, stats and data for football. We basically did a pod that without recording yeah. it. We're sorry. It was and it would have been very good. Do you think it could have been, been a pod? A <laughs> it would have been a best pod. Would have been done. a mess. Do you think it could have been a pod? <laughs> of course, it could have been a pod. Anything yeah. can be a pod. It yeah. just have to put mics in front of us. <laughs> I do think. Okay, so in all honesty, we did have a we had a, a little bit of a meeting to talk about uh, this pod and what we're going to do in future. Like we don't. We don't lots, lots coming up, guys. Just sit down and, and kind of just prattle off some stuff. We do try to think about some things. Um, so what we're going to tell the audience is this, is that we've got some uh, exciting stuff coming up. We have some guests that we're hoping to get on the show. Yep. Um, but also, we're going to throw it out there that there is a way to contact us. And a lot of our listeners who uh, we have contact with, because a lot of them are friends, um, we kind of take for granted that they, they they know to assume that if they want on the pod, they can absolutely come on the pod. Just absolutely. tell us you want yeah. on the pod. So if you're listening out there and you feel like you want to contribute and sit down with us and drink some beers and talk about footy, please email us and let us know, and we'll work something out. The North End, G, uh, the North End Podcast at gmail.com. The North End Podcast at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah, get in touch. We want, to, we want you on the pod. We, we do. Yeah, we do. And then the other Especially exciting if you support thing like a different team than Spurs and United because it'd be yeah, nice to I mean, that would help some different uh, outlooks from other other clubs here. We're going to have a, a, my good friend Will is going to come on. He's a West Ham supporter before the um, Spurs uh, West Ham game, which will be fun. Oh, that'll be good. Yep. Um, and then the other thing that happened that was really great is that uh, we sat around and had five dollar beers for uh, as much. Five dollars beers you can fit into a two-hour happy uh, happy hour in the uh, the bar, downstairs. the very downstairs, which I think was like we got in. Shout a out lot. to the beer hall. We got in like four or five. You know, I was describing this to my wife the next day. I was Easy like, drinkers. you know what? The first one's like it's a shock. It's five dollars, oh, yeah. and then you're shocked by how good it is. And then it's the yeah, second, yeah. And then the second is a third, and then all of a sudden it becomes how many more can I fit in until this deal Before is over? Seven o'clock. Oh yeah, and then it was a real. Um, 
explainer of why I felt like shit the next day. And why I got my ass handed to me in the in the race that we ran. So listeners... <laughs> well, I'm not going to make excuses, Listeners but who have heard excuses. our show for a while <laughs> will, will have heard these two jabronis argue about who's faster in a foot yeah. race. And it was supposed to be done before one of our soccer games, but it ended up... <laughs> it was the uh, worst thankfully, time to do it. <laughs> thankfully, in a back alley behind a bar... <laughs> In the snow when we were hammered, it was good there times. Was, there was no snow. There was some snow. I think actually Conry was running more more in it than I was. I was just yeah. I was not. I was not in a good place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was in a good place. I was not in a good place for that. But anyway, whatever. My favorite is uh, as I as I walked away from you guys to get to the finishing line to like run the race. A car pulled over beside me because he saw that you were about to race and, and he, he wanted, wanted to watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Um, we, can, we can talk about it more if you <laughs> of want. Of course, Conry won. He's very happy for themselves. So, um, Conry won the race. That doesn't count as uh, anything in our competition in the pod, by the way. It's just, I haven't uh, collected my winnings yet either, but yeah. that's no big deal. We'll get to. We'll oh get my to that. god, that's right. That was for money. Yeah. You guys were pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I feel good about that, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. This is um, me. This is me during the discussions. I was like, "So you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys uh, remember that bet you guys made? Oh no, I think you guys could sort that out. You guys both probably could race right now, couldn't you? Unless yeah, Paul, like, Paul, freaking... Paul, like setting it up because yeah. <laughs> there's an alley behind this bar. If you guys wanted to go race right now, I don't Maybe, know. If that's I think something... we were both into it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was into it, but the, I don't. That was not a position to make good decisions. There was a certain game of chicken for like one, one of you was... waiting for the other person to say. I nah, had had I had had three drinks before we met downstairs, <laughs> so I was about. Like probably eight or nine in at that point. So this is, this is where he edits in the violin in the background. Yeah, yeah, I should actually, but it's true. Hey, I'm just I'm just speaking the truth. He didn't barf. So. I didn't. I ran. I, I did, and I I was very slow off the off class. The class. Act. I think that's the only. I got a bit of a better start. Oh yeah, totally better start. And I was just like, and I lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's get regardless. let's get on let's get on with the pod, guys. It was a uh, fun night. It was a fun but night. We are back. We are back, and this will be fun too. We fucking promise. international break. Yeah, I hate it so. So much. let's um let's get on with the uh, the recap of the multiple slash very few games of last week. Five games. Five games. Okay, Bournemouth at home to Newcastle. Two each. I wasn't shocked at that. That was a late finish, though. Yeah, yep. it was. Uh, yeah. And then uh, nothing much more there. Burnley at home to Leicester. Leicester 2-1. Good win. Yeah, another non-surprise, right? Leicester have been playing decent lately. And then uh, Barnburner here. West Ham at home to Huddersfield 4-3. That was. West Ham came back from behind to like oh, yeah. shock the world. Were they down by a couple of goals at one point? I think so, yeah. Jesus. They were, yeah. it was a That was a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chicharito Hernandez, oh, what a, doing what he used to do for Man United, coming off the bench. Yeah, that was typical of him. Actually, it was good. To see he's one that. of those guys like Giroud, where he seems to be more effective off the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just one of those twenty minutes and super just, sub. Just gonna go for it. Yeah. So many times I've seen him play for ninety minutes. I'm like, what? Are, what are you doing? He's just like nowhere in the game. Yep. And yeah. then Fulham at home to Liverpool. Very important game for Liverpool. They all are. And two uh, one win for Liverpool. Yeah, pretty expected. Yeah. I, did you guys see that? Uh, everybody made such a big deal about this. The the one goal Fulham had was a total uh, Van Dyke, Allison kind of miscommunication. Where it was, it like was, a it was actually it was actually Milner's fault. So Milner goes to clear the ball and he 
kicks it straight up in the air and yeah. then it comes right down to Van Dyke and then Van Dyke tries to head it to, to him. But, but it was just, there have been a bit of shambles. To be fair, they all three of them made a mistake. <laughs> You're right, but Van Dyke's got to do better there. Oh, he certainly does. And so does so does the keeper and so does Milner to clear it. So it, it, was, it was just a shambles. A bit of a calamity. It, it was crazy to me how well, many people were like, yeah, Van Dyke is human. I know. We've been waiting for this. Oh, the wheels are going to come was hoping, off. I was hoping it was going to be like a Gerard slip. I was like, man, they lost the title. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> like, if it had a finished 1-1. Some guy kind of – it didn't really go around him, but some guy like kind of went by him on international break and scored a, a really nice goal. I mean he's, he is human and he's – you know, he's going to get beat. He's, he's still solid. He's, no, he's – I'm not saying he's not solid. Yeah. I'm just saying he's going to get beat. That's going to happen. He's not – Exactly. It happens to everybody. Un- indestructible. Exactly. And uh, then I guess what you would call the game well, That's what we call the game of the week, week right? Week, yeah. Week. We, yeah, we, we. And I think I predicted uh, Chelsea would struggle to score again because they have been for some reason. Well, they just we'll find can't, out. They can't finish. We'll find out. Everton at home to Chelsea. Everton to Chelsea nil. Gentlemen. Yeah. Chelsea. Did, I mean, we all watched it. Um, I think Chelsea had the better first half, but a couple of quick goals from Everton and just no response from Chelsea. Chelsea looked dead in the second half. Everton looked flat. Everton looked like a weird. Every time they roll out, I don't know what version of them you're going to see. Yeah, yeah. there, there's, there's a lot of teams like that in the Prem this season. Mm-hmm. Very inconsistent. Um, you're, not, you're not sure who you're going to get. And yeah, it was. And then I, I could say the same about Chelsea. I mean, again, first half couldn't finish. Second half uh, got got beat. Yeah, really badly. All you know for <laughs> for sure about Chelsea is that they're going to play with the ball too much in the middle. And that they're going to rely too heavily on Hazard to be the creative influence. And if he gets and marked it, out it, of it, if he's not cutting in from the left. To shoot outside the box, yeah, he yeah. doesn't really. That's die. kind of his only thing. And if you can, if you can cut him out, you're gonna you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna isolate him, and, and they're not gonna get a lot. He's a very effective player, but let's be very clear here: he's not an out and out goal scorer. No, and they've made him. They've put the pressure on him to be that this season. It's not what he is. Iguain is a goal scorer as well, but I think what we're starting to see is everything that we predicted about him coming yep. to the prem with his age, maybe Slow. his weight. This this league is not uh, for everybody, and yeah. I think you're starting to see that with him as well. As but that was a big result in big the top result. four. Race. Big result, yeah. I think I think I could see Chelsea finishing sixth. Yeah, with the form. all the way down to six. Eh? Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it happening. I mean, I'm, it's a bit of a guess, but they seemingly they have this moment of like, yeah, like when they beat Spurs, it was like, oh, Chelsea are back, and then yeah. they kind of you know they dwindle and they, they mm-hmm. lose to Wolves or they lose to you know it's just they just seem to not being able to get over the line regularly but then they can surprise you and beat like Arsenal or well, maybe get a draw it's like well, what that's what fuck? I'm saying that's why they're so inconsistent yeah. it's difficult to say but I, I could I, I think with that form compared to say Arsenal's form or United's form they're they're going to struggle for those those positions compared to those other two teams the answer is and Spurs we as well. will see we will yeah so there was only five games but Paul who did well? Who did not? Who won? Who lost? All right, guys. Every week we predict the outcome of games, and we keep track of who's getting it most right and who's got the most points and yada, yada, yada. The three of us compete every single week, and just to keep us honest, my mother, Lady Margaret Forrest, is also in the competition. Shout and out to Lady Margaret. Neck and neck with all of us. Uh, at the time of this, I think there is a almost a four-way tie, practically. It's pretty close. I think we're I'm all in the right last, there. Yeah. We're all kind of right there. Um, 
the way we score it is if you get the correct outcome of the game, a draw or a win for the team you pick, it's one point. If you get the correct score, it's an additional two for a total of three. There was only five games this week, so the most any of us could have gotten was 15. I usually don't bring that up because it usually matters because we're so far away from the most points you can get. Lady Margaret got 15 This time points. I thought it was worth noting because uh, <laughs> it's close. So uh, I'm out of it, and Brian's out of it Okay, with a total of four. Wow. Four four points. It was uh I don't think that's shameful though. It was a lot of surprises. Yeah, I mean it's difficult in six There were some surprises there. There were some I strange thought. ones and yeah. again strange there's not ones. a lot of games there. I must have gotten one accurate because I remember thinking I got most of them wrong. Sure. Yeah, probably I don't know. Probably got one right. Well, we'll find out. With seven points in second place behind the winner with eight points is Lady Margaret Forrest. Dave Convery with eight points I had eight. takes wow. the week. What did you do? Yeah, <laughs> did I get two of them correct? You must have done. I think you did. Holy shit! Well, I congrats. tabulated the score a while ago, and then I stopped caring because you won again. So I was like, it's oh, like fuck annoying. Con- Convery, do you, I have you, a, do I have a two? Talk about a now talk or about a, a one. You lead. have a one. Talk point about a season lead. turnaround on from you or on your mom. On both. You guys were all tied. Yeah. Oh. And I was one point behind. Okay. So right. now you've got a lead. Convery, Convery, I have to say though, like from from beginning of season form to to what you've been doing lately, you've uh, you've you've switched, you've turned, turned it around it this around. season. I yeah. came out hot first two game weeks, and then and then yeah, you fizzled for a while, and then for uh, months, yeah, you've come back. It's impressive. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, me too. It pisses I, me off, but I'm, I, but I'm but I'm but I'm happy for you at the same. I time. appreciate it. And my mom has uh, gone <laughs> fucking cold. Yeah. She has. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. seven points is nothing to be. Yeah, but she hasn't won. She hasn't won in a while. Seven or eight. Ah, you know what? Still, you know what? I still she, plenty of game weeks to go. Lady Margaret, I think you're thinking about it too much. Ah, she wanted oh, you to know that's what she thought. Man, too. she brought that up to me. She just <laughs> she like, doesn't want you to tell her how to, how to make her pick. She, she wanted sure. me to she say that to me. So she's like, let them know. I think I'm thinking about it too much. <laughs> oh, really? It was, it was a callback joke. She got it. That's nice. That's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, like I said, there's quite a few more game weeks left. Anything can happen, gents. That, that's true. That's Anything. true. Cool. So, what do we uh, what do we got? I'm going to talk to you guys loosely on the conversation. Oh about, shoot! Okay. Uh, I have found particularly, um, fuck, I'm victim of this as much as anybody else, and I, I dive into the world of transfer rumors, and then it's only towards the end of the transfer window that I really understand why I'm so about these transfers. You're obsessed, even though the window isn't open yet, and the amount of attention during this window, th- this international break window i'll call it is on par with the transfer window attention and speculation and it's just because there's nothing else to talk about all it is is true memphis (laughs) the pay goes off and has a great game for for the dutch national team he's now associated with seven different clubs is he really yeah it's just man united are one of them but it's it's because there's nothing else to talk about for the press so all they do is take some kind of speculate speculation that might be grounded in something that happened international or it could be just wildly you know we haven't talked about Pog Pogba to, to Real Madrid or Barcelona in a while we should talk about that for a minute but it is it, it is what it is right? those like images come out with him wearing the shirt oh yeah like, but it's, it's a slow new it's everything in football is slow so they just that's where the speculation and I'll be like let's think about the summer here these people are sitting around their laptops just making up stories it's what they do all summer oh yeah for the most part it's just clickbait 
Like, yeah. sure, some of it is maybe... I'm not even sure of that. I think, yeah. I think a lot... It's, I hate using the term, but fake news. A lot of it is, yeah. is, is just oh, it's made up, it's made up shit. I've just been so kinda... disenfranchised with the transfer world the last couple of years because of how much You are. Bait. Spurs haven't done anything in two years. But it's not, it's not even that. It's <laughs> just, just it's saying. Be, like, being a Man United fan, we get linked to everybody, yeah. which is frustrating because you're like, oh, really? And you start to kind of get your hopes of course yeah, slightly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the other thing with you guys, too, is you can afford any of the players or most of the time. So, like, the speculation yeah. could happen. Oh, like, yeah. well, maybe, you know? maybe. It's never Whereas just a like, headline. Like, it's, it's always some sort of article that kind of sniffs out some facts that maybe make you, like, go, oh, I can see this happening. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, but why? What? Yeah, Gareth Bale. Why would we? No, that doesn't make any sense. That's, that, that keeps coming up, and I just like who some won't? of them don't go. We were linked to Wesley Schneider for about four summers. Yeah, in a row. No, fuck, that was forever. Yeah, we had a few. We've had a few of those over the years yeah. as well. So it, it's, it's brutal. And then the other thing uh, that I fucking love about this is that the YouTube highlight reel package that follows all of the transfer rumors. Oh, they're hilarious. Because it's like if somebody if somebody makes a rumor about um, Harry Kane to Man United, that rumor doesn't exist yet. By the time that clickbait article is clicked a hundred times, somebody on YouTube will make a "Welcome to Man United" Harry Kane highlight reel yeah. of all the reasons why Literally. you want to buy him. Oh yeah. yeah, and it's only the good stuff. So I'll watch a player in, in Portugal. I'm like, I've never heard of this guy. Oh my god, he's scoring. You can from make everywhere. a high, highlight reel of any one Jao of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you've watched the Zhao Felix YouTube. We so have Felix, I. and then the uh, the other guy from Sporting. Oh yeah, I've watched him. I get. St- yes. I, I'll admit it. I get sucked right fucking in. Yeah, I think we all do. I think. I think it's 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 exciting because it's the fresh kind of you know what what could happen next with the with your club you know to go yeah. back to Paul's point when we got Memphis to pie the amount of YouTube videos I watched on him I'm like oh this guy's gonna set the world on fire and then season one I'm like I even Fred the YouTube videos on Fred I'm like oh my god you have he's to, such a player you have to consider the league they play in I and, think that's the thing is yeah. like we're so used to uh, seeing players in the Premier League perform in the Premier League. If if you get a player from another league, you have to assume that they're not going to be good oh, yeah. enough. Huge risk. Have to. It's a risk, and it's worth it sometimes because if they if you have the right manager in place, you can develop the player to get them to to a, to a level where they're going to compete in the Premier League, which actually takes typically a year. Usually, yeah. the first season they're they're in and out of the team and they don't really get anywhere. Um, but if they have the right coach, they can. But yeah. it's still it is a massive risk. The best transfers for a team and the ones that I would get excited about for for my club are ones that are players who've proven themselves in the Premier League Prem already. Prem ones. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, they played in this league, they know already, and they performed. Yeah. Like that, I prefer yeah. that over anything. Yeah. Prem to Prem even, or, if the, even if the level of that player Prem isn't proven. considered to be yeah. super high, yeah. but they're still a good player, they're a good player, and they know the yeah. league, like I'd much prefer that. Than or they're coming from French the standard player. of like, quarterfinals at least yeah. all the time and Champions League where you can be like, well, fuck. They, yeah, certainly. They if can they're, do that there, if they're playing that. for a team that yeah. is in the top of their division, yeah. it's different than just pick and choosing. Like, like Spurs did that with uh, like a couple of players from the French League and it was just kind of like George, Kevin, and Kudu and um, and it was just like, yeah, they're, they're all right. Like, you see the highlight reel, like yeah. you guys said, they, they look amazing, but that's against, you know, Mons or something. Yeah. What, did it for, what did it for me with Fred is that the Fred highlight reel was, was what he did against City. Man City, and I was and like, "What? If he could do this against he had a, Man he City, he had a game yeah. though too, right? And yeah. you can't you can't take one game and he had both both games. Well, that, that's high. City. Yeah, that's high. He was great, yeah. and that's what did it for me as yeah. well. I'm and, like, okay, well, fuck this. And that does that does stuff. say something about him being a big game player. But I do think that like that. That you have to be with a club for a while before you're going to get that type of oh, performance yeah, yeah, out of yeah, a player. Yeah, yeah. You know, they don't just come to the t- club near your club and then have that performance. They this need is, to be this is really more about how much of a sucker I am for constantly trying to seek out videos yeah. and guys I don't yeah. know. Is there so, any? Is there let any, me ask you. Yo, go shoot. 
have you have you heard? I'm sure you must have heard some stuff during the, the transfer window, the wild speculations about everybody being associated with anybody. Let me, I'm going to ask you both. Of the names that you've seen associated with your clubs, who are the players or what is who is the player that you're like, if that's true, fuck yeah. <clears throat> or if that's true, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Harry Kane to Real Madrid. That's a bogus deal. For Cover, me, Cover, you go first. For me, it's still the Koulibaly one because I do think he's just such a world-class center back. And I don't think United have had a world-class center back for a long time. And I think you've seen it even at Liverpool with Van Dyke. A world-class center back makes a world of a difference. Like right. Real Madrid have had world-class center backs for a while now. And like you think of those Champions Leagues and, and going deep in tournaments, you need that. Like okay. Spurs for how good they've been offensively. Two of the best center backs in the Premier League for the last four for a while, seasons. yeah, yeah. So Koulibaly with is some the one with some depth me. as well, which I think sure. Is. So yeah, yeah, he's the, like that that pinnacle center back position. As much as I want to really so good related, but I was Koulibaly. We've been talked about him for a long time. Oh, like the outrageous ones. No, uh, what, what I'm going to say is uh, my pick because it came about yeah. during the international window when everybody was bored uh, was Varane. Yeah, but that was even in the summer as well. Where, but the, yeah. it, it had a lot of heat during this international break. He so made, yeah. more, he made more legs comments. to it. I saw some stuff. Yeah. Here's another thing. He's a, he's a guy very, very good in Spain. I look at that whole Premier League transition thing, and I'm like, ooh, I don't I even know. He's not a big dude, right? That's what I yeah, mean. I think he's so. a pretty big dude. He's stocky, but he's not. He's, I don't know. He's, he's not bulk. Yeah, I mean, he could be great. He's strong, but, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, when I, uh, they, they were, I was watching a thing on uh, YouTube today about that, and he watched a bit of his highlight reel and I was like he's a good player but yeah I could see him get knocked about a little bit there's that fucking yeah. highlight reel trap yeah yeah but he, no, again he yeah be, it's true he yeah. would he would be a massive signing I'd be super excited about it but uh, yeah he's quality certainly yeah. Yeah. even though and this is a, this is official I'm gonna say it, there's no fucking way he wants to leave Real Madrid no he is saying this out loud and he is using Man United speculation to yeah. drive a contract. Yeah. Ramos did it to us a summer ago, but we knew Ramos was doing it too. Not everybody did. Oh, well, and it went so on many for people a long hop time. on that bandwagon and think they're yeah, like he something's like bleeds real. Real yeah. unless there's a clear intent to sell a player. If it's the player driving it, but leaving Real Madrid, just don't believe it. What do you yeah. make? What do you make of the Gareth Bale one? Because that seems to be. You know, rearing its ugly head again. I just don't think there's any legs to it. I think, I think, I mean, if there is, I would, I would suggest that Man United are making a massive error. Oh, I agree. Um, I think he's, I think he's, you know, he's past it. He's injury prone. He's his wage. He's pay, making seven hundred fifty grand a week. I won't say he's past it, but to invest he's, the type of money it would cost for he's thirty what, years old, man. Is he twenty nine or thirty? Thirty. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. You, you can't. You can't spend the amount of money. It's not even just the amount. Like you probably get him for eighty million, seventy-five, eighty million. That's still. It's a lot of money, but for, for for what player was the most expensive player in the world and yeah. has won a bunch of Champions League. He's he, yeah. you know at Real. He's a, he's a he's, he's paid he's off pedig- that price in Real Madrid. Absolutely, he's pedigree, and he, you know yeah. like but his injury in, injuries uh, oh, yeah. are insane, Massive. and his again his wage bill is seven hundred fifty grand a week. Who can afford that? That's not seven hundred fifty grand a week. That's what he's on. You mean like euros at Real? Yeah. Uh, there's no way in hell that's accurate. Yeah, pretty sure. Not even close. Not pounds for sure. No, not, it's euros. Not, not even euros. You're no, sure? Well, I'm pretty sure. I, I, uh, there's the, no way that was make, discussed in a no podcast. No way he's ma- making more than three hundred. Yeah, no chance. Well, I mean, be really At clear. Man United could pay his salary if he's a big price ticket. To yeah. move on from Real Madrid, like an eighty million, that's an absolute. We should not be doing his wage that. bill. It's fucking stupid. If there's a deal massive. to be made because they're looking to get him on, like yeah. just get him out. 
I, I don't know why Real Madrid would have that attitude, but if that's what they're after, and like just get his wage yeah. bill off the books, and there was a there was a good piece of business to be had there. Six hundred thousand pounds a week. I don't care. I don't. No I don't mind a Gareth Bale move. I'm going to fact check that. I have a, <laughs> okay. I have, I have a great deal. I'm not. I mean, it's a it's in the Guardian, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. if you want to, are uh, they saying that's what he'd be asking, or that's what he's getting now? Worth more than six hundred. Sorry, six hundred thousand euros a week before tax. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and and even and I hate that. I don't mean to bring three hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. I don't mean to bring this one up again. I always do, but yeah, that's, Alexi Sanchez fucking done. You think of the Alderweireld one. If if United were lucky enough to, I think anyone would be lucky enough to get him for twenty five. Sure, he's a little bit older, but that's the guy. If you get him for twenty five, you can up his wage bill to offset it financially. Sure, as, as rich as a club as Man United are, and some of the other ones, other than PSG and Manchester City. You do have to think about uh, wages. Like, how do you think Man United? I think really wages feel? are the, mo- the hardest thing to deal with. How do you think That's United why Spurs feel? struggle. Yeah, how do you think you United feel raise it? about paying Alexi Sanchez three hundred fifty thousand pounds a week? Like, yeah, this guy's been the biggest boss, and I'm will admit I was Massive so boss. excited about him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a ton of money. Yeah. That's two young, two or three really good young players you could invest in that could have potential to be yep. really good. Mm-hmm. It, or if not, two really, really good signings with that wage bill combined. There's yeah, a lot of better ways to spend your money. Yeah. money man. There's like, a lot of better I, ways to spend your money. I don't know. I looked at their wage bill the other day, and I'm like, holy shit. Who, uh, United? Or? It's crazy, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, but they're, they're one of the top three teams financially in the planet. Uh, I think, they I think are they're number, number one, one right like, now. They're, they're one. allowed to have Pretty sure they're yeah. number a crazy one. wage bill. Still, I think it depends on, it depends on it, right? what you sure. uh, define them as. Like I've seen different lists. And they're maybe one of the biggest financially because, like, the, the net worth. Yeah. But when it comes to um, spend, they're, like, top three. But even Liverpool, there's no way they're paying Salah that much. There's no, there's no way they're paying money that – because they're still on those original contracts, mm-hmm. right? So you look at so even it. Spurs. Spurs are, like, the top of the top for getting these really good players on fantastic wage bills. That makes a difference because that yeah, sure. frees up other revenue sure. for future purchases. It's, diff- it's a different way to do it. Brian, did you hear of anything that excited you or I did, I uh, you? It was funny because I was, I was listening. I was so hurt. Hurt, yes. I mean the, the possibility of, of Christian Eriksen going to Real Madrid is still very much there. Um, is there a link? Uh, it's it's it, it it pops up in the media. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Similar to what we've talked about, it's like yeah. it keeps pumping. The biggest issue with Ericsson is is that he hasn't re-signed a contract, and it doesn't look like he's going to. Um, and he's on his last year. So if he's on his last year, we have to sell him now if we're going to get any value, or we or we turn into Arsenal and let his contract run out, which I don't see happening because we'll want to we'll want to get that money to, to put back into uh, the team to to buy another player. Well, you mean next season is his the yeah, last, last year. season of his contract? So we're in a position now where we either have to sell him to get the, the value or we don't make any money off of him. But because he's got the one he goes year on left, free. you give up some leverage on the fee as well. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, so it's a, it's a difficult pos- position to be in. And, and, and most Spurs fans know Erickson's trajectory and what he said. And so he said specifically, like, I want to do this first, and then I'm yeah. going to do this next, and then the next thing. And it, if that trajectory is true from what he specifically said, he's his, off. He's off. Um, and that would be a huge disappointment, obviously. Yeah. I, I would, that, that would hurt Spurs in a massive way. It's, replacing Erickson would be uh, virtually impossible. I don't know. I can't think of a player uh, that we could get for a reasonable amount of money, even if we just took – you know the money we made off of Ericsson and put it back into the club and, and bought bought another player. I can't think of a player that would 
make Spurs tick the way he does, mm-hmm. the amount of running he does. He runs more than almost anybody in the Premier League. Nobody really notices it because it's just he does it with ease. He's a complete player. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, that and I guess the Alderweireld one is sort of like it's the obvious one. You know, he's twenty. There's two week period where he's going to be worth. You know, anybody can buy him for twenty five million. Whether he wants to go or whether he wants to stay, I think what's going to happen, what we're likely see happen, is how the players, Spurs players, are affected by the new stadium, and whether they see that trajectory as something that they want to they want to buy into again. Um, they want to sign a new contract, whether it's another year, another two years, or whatever. Um, for Ericsson, hopefully it would be a longer term, like four or five year deal, but, um, that's kind of, I think what they're waiting for. And part of the reason why they haven't, haven't made decisions or speculated about those decisions, but I'm, I'm, I'm throwing that out there because it's the one thing that's left, um, to happen in this sort of project in the, what's happened in the last five years since Pochettino has been there. Other than that, not really. I, it's, again, Spurs are pretty quiet. I know that Levy has said specifically there will be money for transfers. There will be. Uh, uh, some money, like mm-hmm. I think he said, about 150 million to spend, which is it's not bad. Amount. And I mean, if you think of the way Spurs spend, if our if 150 our, million on your current squad is an amazing amount. It's a of fair money. amount. And 150 to replace a squad that's maybe losing a couple of key guys. Yeah, it's almost different. like it's like it's an injection of maybe 50 on a new player, yeah. and the rest is just replacement parts. And I think that I think it yeah, it's true. And I think it depends on how. The scouting's going, uh, you know, because that's something we've done really well. We've been, like you said, we've been able to find these players oh, for yeah. really good wages, and then we have a manager who can get the best out of them. You know, like the Deli Alleys and even yeah. Christian Eriksen has improved considerably. You know who I, I like as a Spurs player potentially? Tielemans, the uh, the Belgian kid. Yeah, I like, I like him as well. Loaded Wolves. I think he would be really good. Yeah, like he seems like a, a guy whose career trajectory would be better suited if he had done um, forget Monaco, but had gone to a Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been there kind of like the same situation with Ericsson, like be there until you're 27, 28, yeah. and then make the big move if you're good up. enough. And if yeah. you're not, then you're still doing quite well for yourself at Spurs. Yeah. You Wolves? I think you meant Leicester, Leicester, right? yeah. He's at Leicester. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other Belgian kid is also the guy I was going to say next, whose name I can't even attempt. But he's the, he's the Belgian <laughs> oh, kid. Drink. Drink up. He, he's the Belgian kid that, uh, that joined Wolves. Uh, you think Tillemans would fit in at Spurs? I think he would. I think a nice player. Dundecker. Dundecker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's some good player. He's a good player, and I think there's some there would be some space for him there, but I, I like uh, is he is he, where's he, what's his position? With he's a midfield player. I know he's midfield, but where is he? Is he like an eight? Is he more of a ten, or is he somewhere sitting in between those two? I who's, think he can play both. Who's the only yeah. other guy like Erickson in the league? The only one I th- can think of is like Kevin De Bruyne ish. There's yeah, there's not That's a lot of players who do that. The thing is that yeah, I would say Kevin De Bruyne is probably and maybe a David Silva. You could even say similarly, like yeah. he's maybe a bit more from a d- the different side, but it's pl- kind of a number ten, but it's yeah. slightly deeper in those pockets where they d- they're able to just distribute and see things in a way that I don't yeah. think a lot of a lot of players are able to do. So, so we'd be we'd miss him massively. Yeah, yeah. The we'd, only the only other painful. one that I did hear over the, um, the, the was Spurs any one or? significance. No, and and I don't mean this to be like a, a United thing. Is people are starting to get weary of the David de Gea situation because he's not. We, I, from what Didn't I've he heard, just signed a new contract. No, but oh, he does United are trying. We activated really a one-year extension. So oh, we that's what it was. It was the one-year extension. So he could, and you know, Real Madrid. He's what does what does United do if they lose Paul Pogba and David De Gea in the same transfer? Well, window? I think the De Gea thing, make a lot of money. They would. No, no I know that, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I mean, on the field, I would immediately do? go after Kaylor Navas from uh, Real Madrid. I think he just has been treated like shit there, and he's. I think he's world class. But the Pogba thing, I think, if they really want him, like we'd slap a two hundred million dollar price tag on. Yeah, him. and you'd get it. I don't think they'd pay that for Paul Pogba. 
I don't think he's worth it. Um, I don't think he's worth it either, but I think they'd pay it. I don't, I I don't, don't see anybody thinking that Paul Pogba is worth the kind of money we will charge for his next stop. And, and that's what I mean. Because I, I've come to really appreciate the way he can play when he plays. So yeah. since January, this version of him I really like. But at the same time, there's kind of a cap to how much influence that position can have. Yeah. It's not like he's a star striker. He's not he's not going in and scoring forty or fifty goals, and that's a two hundred million dollar player. Yeah. Like that's a Lionel Messi price tag. Well this guy distributes, he moves the ball well, he's more flicking tricks than he is actual substance. There are guys who do what he does better in a more simple, less noticeable like a Luka Modric kind way. of like a exactly. Modric. Yeah. And it's like he's he's still could he on not par replace, to be in there. Could he not replace Modric in that? No, not I've, for the price that we will demand of him. No. Right. And I, I think overall Modric has been poor this season though, apparently. Well the whole team kind of I think that's yeah, a World Cup true. effect. I, I, it's not talked about a lot, but like the World Cup hangover, I think it is what we're seeing for a lot of established players. Yeah. And I think Real Madrid Kind of across I think the just, squad took a hit because of that yeah. and the loss of so did, England, so did uh, Spurs because of the oh they had yeah. they had the most well. but I'd even I to back up that point that Paul's making let's just say you know and I know this this is completely audacious but let's just say Spurs threw a two hundred million dollar pound price tag on Harry Kane I'd be like hey United go pay two hundred pound because I think he's worth like in this market today oh for sure yes yeah like he's I'd the best be, number nine in the world yeah I'd be like go spend that money that's the market he'll bang you like. I'd pay that for twenty league goals. Yeah. He'd get twenty five close to he's 30. He's gonna get he's gonna get forty a season for you in all competitions. There you go. And that's regular for me thirty five market, 40. that's easily two hundred million pounds. And what is he, twenty five? Twenty five, yeah. That's dude. Yeah, you got another Christ. seven years. Yeah. Done. Hey, Four or five of really good years. I don't know economically and from a football standpoint, anyone's gonna pay two hundred million for Paul Pogba. And he goes missing some games. He's yeah, he's such a weird one, eh? He's like the new sort of that new type of player. You know, the sort of social player? media player. Yeah. You know, like, um, he can he, get marked he, out though. He had he had really like a good run when those the eight games you guys won in a row with uh when Solskjaer came in and he looked like the player that I think we all kind of like that's what yeah, Pogba that can do. That player is in there. But for him to do that for that many games in a row, I was like, wow, he's he's been yeah. consistent. Yeah. And but the last two games, and I know I'm sure you guys have noticed, horrific. That he's been really bad. He's not the easiest guy in the world to mark, but you can get him out of a game. And is, it's it, not, is that what you say it happened in those? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I didn't watch them enough to you see. You can if, just see it. Like he's got no time or space on the ball. He's not being fed the ball because the lanes, the passing lanes in front of him are always being eaten up. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, well, he's out of it, but that should give the other midfield players some space to do something. Should yeah. But we do not have. Guys who take advantage well, of that. Well, Herrera, I think, that probably does better than anybody. Herrera is a really good hustler, yeah, and he's a really good destroyer of things, and he keeps it basic. But he will not find that ball over the top. He's a, he will not find the clever ball through a crowd to the, somebody's feet. Like he's not that guy. He's complaining about his wages right now he's, too. Isn't he, he was linked to PSG yeah. over this. Uh, yeah, window. it's just because his contract's getting worked out. Yeah, like, I don't know. He, yeah, it's just more of that. He was he was asked like, "What are you doing for your future?" He's like, "Well, it's only logical I think about my future and what's outside of Man United." Of course, he's got. I yeah. don't have a contract. Yeah. He's yet. a player, yeah. but they took that and kind of ran with it. Of course they do. They always do. They have nothing else to talk guy, about. Funny that guy that <laughs> hustles as much as Herrera. And has the skill of Paul Paul Christian Eriksen. Christian, exactly. <laughs> That's my point. Oh God, I but, can't. I can't. Oh, I don't and you can say what you want about Luka Modric. I love Luka oh, Modric for the same reason. He's yeah. because he's never. And I don't. Hey, I actually read a stat the other day that coming up in a, in a couple of weeks, Kevin De Bruyne hasn't had a Premier League assist since like. Last season, he looks pretty average. Oh, he's been injured a lot. Like he's, he's had a hard time getting back in this. He season. has, yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But I mean, that says something about City. Look at where they are without him. 
Yeah, I mean they don't again the depth in that. Fernandinho, most important guy there, like yeah. slap a hundred million dollars on N'Golo Conte. My uh, my last thing FF, about sorry, the transfer FF, window, FFP stuff coming up with City too. Well, we should talk about that. My maybe. last thing about maybe, the transfer window the is uh, is the international performances and the amount of bullshit that then gets speculated because an example that of I think is great. Were. Memphis Depay has had a in, like resurgent career as a striker at Lyon, but. The fame and the attention and the is hype. he playing up front like number yeah, nine? He's a striker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the attention has gotten to him, and he is kind of doing that showboat. Like you think Pope is bad for Instagram? Oh, shit. Dep- like, this is brutal. Yeah, it's crazy, he's terrible. It yeah. tells you everything. So about his him, forum though. for club is just went straight to shit because of it. Like the the president of his club Clunker. are calling him out along with some other guys, and he's basically saying all these players who think they were a stepping stone think that they've already been bought by these other clubs, so they're playing like shit. They have not been bought. They're, yeah. in, they're in for a surprise. And this is what the president's saying. Good he, for him. He goes off and continually just dominates at international level where he plays as a striker. Like he is banging in goals for Holland left, right, and center. And it's looking really good. Holland are looking it. really good again. Plays in the French League, dude. I put an asterisk on that. And he plays for Lyon. Like, yeah. that, and also the, the Lyon thing. The players around him are pretty phenomenal. There's at least they got a good side. At least three guys on that team who I'd be very interested in purchasing. So his antics with the whole he's doing the Hazard thing with the speculation about his future, disrespectful. And he's got that whole millennial at shut the fuck up and play football. This is this is where I go. Like I, totally I don't know agree. that any of the top six clubs or any of the big clubs in the world will be like really drawn to this guy because of this kind of behavior. Yeah, but I do see him going to like an Inter Milan or an AC Milan. Good like, for him. They don't seem to give a shit about this kind of stuff. Like a Cardi was like, like yeah, he, he was stole his buddy's girlfriend. Is like oh yeah, no, come on, club over captain, here, club captain. Like <laughs> Cardi will never leave Syria. He knows it's easy for him to score in that. Yeah, yeah. Pete, let's butter. let's start being real honest about this. There's players out there in other leagues who who take stock in the fact they probably pause and they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to play in that Premier it's League. Too much work. It looks pretty physical. It's too much work. The weather them. is intense, yeah. and I'm going to get knocked around. Yeah, a lot. I'm not going to have nearly as much fun English unless food. I'm unless I step up yeah. and put more work into it. And, and the be, pasta won't be as good. Become, yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but you're right. Like, there's a lot of speculation, but I think it starts to heat up right when the season ends and then it gets bonkers and I get sucked in like a fucking you won't even hear the speculation because the transfer window is over or the it's over the international break is over football is back on so now there's this will go away this will be like oh yeah and then there'll be a little bit about like there'll be teams that are so for instance if Chelsea falls off uh, there'll be conversation about well they got a transfer ban so what are they going to do they can't get rid of Hazard they can't get rid of William what are they going to do with these players and then how are they going to manage it? you know that those conversations will happen because they'll be relevant um, to what's going to happen next season those are the ones that I think will still pop up because how long has that been it's uh, two two windows it's yeah yeah it's it's the summer and the January and it's Poor Hudson like it's gonna, it sounds he, like it's he can't hold up. he can't go to he can't they can't trade them they can't uh, move him to Real Madrid. He won't. He, You're talking about Hazard. Hazard won't be able to. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that. Um, yeah. Hazard will not be able to go to Madrid. He'll be at Chelsea next season. Hold on a second. I thought that means they just can't buy. No, I'm, my, my understanding, at least when I no, no, they can sell. They just they can't, can sell. They can't buy. I don't think they can but sell. The, the yeah, logic is they, they can. can't sell because they can't buy. So it's not like that. Oh, yeah, maybe it's that's not, the case. it's not that they can't sell Hazard. Is that they won't because if they sell him, there's no replacement. Why is that? Okay, so when a transfer for me, my understanding of a transfer is that it goes both ways. No. So a ban would mean you can't do either way. Yeah, not, no, no, it's just no, it's one just, way. It's just a purchase. You're sure? Yeah. 
I think, I, mean, we need to, I think we need to look that up. But I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, yeah, but I'm almost I just, certain. I've no, heard it's... people talking about it who who I, I I respect their opinion on it, who've said that because of the transfer ban, that he they can't sell him. And now that may be what you said yeah. as well. That maybe because um, if they sell him, they, who are they bringing in? And yeah. like what you know, yeah. they just take the money and they they you know invest in their their youth. Which well, they, they got a million, but it's a big deal first. because um, I mean, so we need to fact check this, but. If I'm right and they can't sell him because it's a well, that's not a smart move for us. We can't bring in yeah. a new. We have nobody part. to replace him. The yeah. fact is, the player can still hand in a transfer demand, like request. Like Which they still, they, they still have like transfer power, so they can he can still go if he wants to. He just needs to really yeah. bur- burn some bridges on his way out. If yeah, I really want to look that up because it, when I was watching what I watched, I, the person who was talking about it, I really trust what they're what they were saying. That they were basically saying that they're not going to be able to move him on because of it and again like it could yeah. be people I'm not stuff. certain on that either but we'll, we'll do some we'll look, at, we'll look that into that one. if you if you know email us at uh, the North Podcast yeah. come and tell us tell us our <laughs> shit <laughs> um, or just come on and tell us that. loser chugs a beer on air <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, so anything else about transfers guys Nah. Do you want to talk about? I mean, we could we could just speculate for fucking hours. If we I saw to, so many, I was excited about, but then I was like, Ugh, I'm just excited about seeing this highlight reel from this player I've never seen before. Some teams are doing business, but um, I go back to a point Brian made, I believe, months ago. It's it's also kind of, and we look at the the situation with Ramsey at Arsenal. I also kind of do think it's kind of, and even Pulisic, it's kind of shitty for the guy to like agree to that. At that point of the season, yeah, yeah, Pulisic, you mean? Well, not even that. Like, um, there's a guy from Atletico Madrid, Hernandez, yeah. Bayern Munich have, have moving on from your, club. and then he still plays. That's what for I that mean. other club. Yeah, it's just it is a strange one. That's a little different though, because yeah. that's a situation where like Ramsey's contract is up. That's he, true. He can move on to another club. He just it was announced in a way yeah. that was a little bit not even Ramsey's fault. Yeah, but Atletico Madrid sold a player. It just happens to activate as a sale in the summer. Yeah. Like he is still going to be on their books. He's still playing for them. Um, but it's a weird one. If you're a player in that situation, like just one of us, imagine you're, yeah, you're a player. Yeah. In this, what do you, what do you do? Like, I mean, obviously, well, that's you, the thing. I think, oh, man, it's a tough one because you want to like. I don't, I don't. When I'm playing football, I don't think about you know. I just play. It's passion, right? Like, it's, yeah. you're, like I'm out on the pitch. I want to do my, the best I can. Doesn't matter who I'm playing for or against. Whatever. I'm sure, there's an element of that as well. But then I think as a professional, if I'm if I know that I've got like a new season coming up with a new club, for instance, he's going from Arsenal, who you know are have been finishing you know just in, outside of the the top four in the Premier League. Maybe you're in a rebuilding phase of their club, and they're trying to get themselves back into that sort of contention scenario. To Juventus, who's like you know, they how many Scudettos in a in a Top row have they won, right? and and they're they're the Champions League you know finalists at two out of the last three years, I think, and they're you know they're a very very good side. He's going to save himself, I would think, if I'm a player in that scenario. But he doesn't. He goes out and plays, and this I guess part of the reason why I really yeah. respect Ramsey is he comes out and just plays. He's been the Arsenal's best player since that transfer. Absolutely has happened, and I have to commend yeah. that man. I really do. I have to I, like that for me is like that's. That's what a player should be doing. His cool. biggest problem will be Thursday Europa games when he's oh, staying yeah. up late to watch his team play on Wednesday Champions League games. <laughs> yeah, he's tortured. <laughs> but he knows he's got that next year. Pulisic has been terrible. 
for uh, he's barely for he can't get into the side. I saw him play. I think uh, last week or whenever he got one. injured. How much? Did, how much did they pay? How much did they pay for him? Fifty-five. Fifty-five million. Fuck you know. But I watched him a couple weeks ago for Dortmund, and it was the worst I've ever seen him play. See, this is another thing. So if Chelsea cannot or will not sell batters on, this is so bad for so many youth players at Chelsea because it's not like Hudson Odoi will all of a sudden be a better selection yeah. than the, the guys that are ahead of him. Like if Willian doesn't move on or Pedro doesn't move on or Hazard doesn't move on, Pulisic and um, Hudson-Odoi are not really going to get any play time. They're going to have to really work uphill. Like you think? I mean, they're both I get, great players potentially, but like they're they're going against. I could guys see Hudson Odoi getting it and Pulisic not. Hudson Odoi looked really good get, for England the other day. He looked amazing, but he's, comfortable. He looked really yeah. good for England. It's not like the yeah, manager yeah. seeing him do that in training and not putting him in. But that, sorry, doesn't that's not a man, like him. That's a manager problem. Well, that's one of the reasons why he wanted to go to Bayern because yeah. he's like, I want to go play, and yeah. you can't blame these young kids. I mean, he just show. he just won the World Cup with the uh, under eighteen World Cup with England, right? Like he's a winner, and he and he, I, I, I just I'm sh- I'm shocked that uh, a club with I mean I'm not I shouldn't be shocked it's Chelsea they haven't they don't they don't put any money well they put a ton of money into the youth and then they sell them. Um, which they're not going to be able to do, but a player like that, like he just, he's brimming with confidence at a very young age. You, you'd, you'd think you'd be like, look, we're got, we have a transfer ban. This is a player we can, we can build sort of future Chelsea sides around, and, and he's one of our own. Like you would think. So let me a ask club you, would do that. Let me ask you both. Strange that here. they don't. And this is, I'm not knocking Chelsea in any way. Like, you know, this isn't, this is, <laughs> so I watched Hudson Adoy in the, in the preseason for Chelsea and he looked really good, but yeah. like for all the reasons you just said about the people that are in front of him for those positions, why didn't they send him out on loan to a decent team, whether it be in the Premier League or Germany or wherever, but a decent enough caliber of football to the point where, where he's playing at the end of this season, he could have not only made a name for himself, but had enough football oh. at a top flight level that you could bring him back in I guarantee for next you, season. I guarantee you it's because of Sorry Ball. I guarantee well, you it's him it. saying, I've heard you're a pr- prodigious talent. I want to see it for myself. I want to work with you. I want to teach you what to do, how to expect Maybe. to play so that you can be one of my players of the future and you will understand how the system will work. Yeah. I guarantee that was a mentality. But the flip of that is, okay, cool. I just want to play, man. Yeah. Fuck. Like, well, get that's me on the my field. thing. Like, and, and I don't mean January to January transfer request to Bayern Munich. Like, but that's... Like- like Mason Greenwood's 18 years old now, and I really believe him as a striker. If we're not going to play him next season, which is fine, like do whatever you want. Loan him out, yeah. You better goddamn well loan him out yeah. to a decent team where if, he's going to get some time on the field. Yeah, if you look, if you know, I'm going to bring it back to Spurs because yeah. I always do. But if you look at what what they did with Harry Kane when it came to loan deal, he was loaned out to four clubs. Yeah, I remember you said before that. he got uh, in the first team at Spurs, Norwich. Uh, uh, Millwall, he he was loaned out to loaned out to. He played at a bunt like a, a really gritty did level. He, did he perform well? No. Oh shit, <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't very good. He actually didn't perform well until until he was under Potch. But um, that's a different thing. But but I still think it's a character building thing. Yeah, despite yeah. the the quality of the player oh, yeah, and the, your skill set, the character building of going to this club and like it's not your club. You got to go there. You got to be professional and you got to you got to work your socks off to get into the side and you got to try to perform. You got to so do your best in, in, in a strange like situation. road trips. Yeah. yeah, like not going character home building. to your mom's house after games. It's yeah. road trips. Yeah. Living These like living. Yeah. With men playing yeah. against men, exactly. playing exactly. once a week and not playing once every two yeah. or three weeks. Like academies don't play that often. Yeah. And this whole like shift into professionalism, everybody struggles with it. Like there are rookies in the NBA and hockey. Yeah, and, it's in every sport. And like yeah. if there's if especially, but I find with hockey, it's so different 
Like if you're an OHL player, which is hockey in Canada, and you go to the NHL, you're used to on the road and you're used to not living at home and you're, you may be used to like not speaking the same language for a lot of these kids. The NBA is kind of the same thing. Like college schedule is very busy and it kind of gels with just being a bit busier when they go to the NBA. But soccer, they don't do any of that. Like they really they don't. They kind of do though. I mean there's the under 23s. There's the under 18s. They the don't under- travel nearly as much. They don't play nearly as much. They play they, – well, they play every week. Um, but, but what the difference is, or at least at least my understanding of the difference is the level that they play at is different. So they're playing – if you're playing under 18s, you're playing against under 18s. Yeah. It's, you know, there's no there's no opportunity. I guess maybe that's where the under 23s come into play and that's sort of the – the the second what is it the second Premier League it's, or the Premier yeah, League two it's, or whatever it's basically they call it. your reserve team yeah. yeah it's a reserve team it's just I don't know that they've put enough energy and weight into that to make make it whoever is playing in those in those games that the level is high enough oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's where the problem is it exists it's just that the level isn't there the expectation isn't there the the quality isn't there so it's kind of like it, it's supposed to be just underneath what the pros are doing yeah. but it's way further below everyone I know who's, who's yeah, it's considerable drop stuff, I respect like all the United guys who's like who I follow whose opinion I respect for this they're all of the same minds like under 23 is a bit of a joke yeah the best I, I've thing heard you could that do, from is loan them out. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're just keeping them in under 23s to win under 23s, why? Loan yeah, them exactly. out, have them play with men. You're, you're basically them... accepting that they're not going to get better and that, that that's where they belong. Yeah, or right. like that's what it seems like. Yep. And if they were good enough, if they're under 23 and they're good enough, they should be playing in your first team. So the only saving like, that, grace... That's when they would be good enough, right? Because, or, or can like, the best players... try to break through to a, a, like another club. Sure, I don't sure. Think, I don't think anybody at United who's a really good under 23-year-old could be expected to break through the club because the standards are so high, but sh- like go break Sorry. through at Wigan or some other club. Yeah, and you, so often some guys we see like have really good uh, like Pereira or Yanazai, like these kids at the United Academy who were really really good in twenty three, but like just couldn't, couldn't step up, couldn't step up, and and really or were given a chance and couldn't hold on to it. And then you kind of see where they're really at. They're talented, but they're inconsistent. They just they didn't round that corner. Yeah, and that's just that's the weird thing with soccer. I that's find that gamble, doesn't happen in, in other sports. If you're no. a college shooter in NCAA March Madness, you're going to go to the NBA. You can still shoot threes. You're going to be a shooter there as well. Like what? Soccer requires it you doesn't to do transfer is over. so different. The pace, yeah. the speed, the physicality. I think it's the, I think it's the yeah. Mentality's Becoming an adult, actually well. rounding yourself into an adult. So many Man United players bought their own hype early on. Too much, yeah. And didn't continue their development and didn't mature. That's it. That's got to be said something about the, about how the academies run as well and who's in charge of it yeah, and how they, how they develop that mentality and understand like this is what it means yeah. to be a Man United player yeah. or a Spurs player. But ultimately, it's always going to be on the player to like buy into those lessons. Absolutely. Like yeah. Wilfred Zaha is yeah. a guy Perfect example. who's an amazing talent. Can he really be confidently trusted to be anything better than like a Crystal Palace player? I would say no. No. I would like, say no and too. That's, that's all that mentality. very good there though. Mentality. <laughs> he is. Yeah. But could he play on one of the top six clubs? I don't think he could. I think if he did, it would, it would be uh, – he would be like second string. That's what I mean. He yeah. would not be a starter. Or he would be off the bench. Yeah, he would come off the bench. Yeah. Like, I could I could see him at Spurs coming off the bench uh, to come play on the left side of, of, the, of the back. Of but the, I think that's the three totally – I don't think it's a skill thing with him. I think it's a mentality I, I thing. would agree. I would and agree. that's 100%. that difference to yeah. take them to the next level, yeah. right? And you see that in players early on in football. Like, for instance, Wayne Rooney when he, he came into the league. It was 17, or mm-hmm. I think, when he first played. 16. 16, yeah. So you, there are players um, that – 
right away. They don't need yeah. to. They don't, their their yeah. mentality is there already. They've already got it. They've already yep. got that 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 understanding of like what's expected of them and how hard they have to work to do it. And they're just there. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And the qualities there, obviously, you have to be yep. good enough to be a Wayne Rooney to, to to succeed in the way he did. But it is it is an innate in a player. If you have to, if they're playing an under twenty three and they're twenty two. They're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, you know, unless, unless of course, like Paul said, loan them out, get them an opportunity to yeah. be competitive in a, in a, in a like Keen for much Everton. More Keen for Everton is a, is a good example of a guy who's taking the long route. Yeah, he's still a young man, but he's how old taking, is he? Twenty three, twenty four. He's about twenty four, I think now. Is he? Yeah, um, and he was like he England, was a, uh, he was a mainstay in the United under twenty threes. And yeah. it just wasn't like he wasn't going to break through into the first team, so he asked to be sold. So he moved him on to. I don't know, Sunderland or Stoke or somebody. I think Sunderland. And he had one really good season and got bought for a ton of money to Everton. He's at Everton now. And now he's a mainstay at Everton. And he's not great, but he's on his way to he's being got into, really He's good. got in England. Uh, By the time he's yeah. 28, he could still be a great I think defender. The, I think you can get away with that a little bit more as a defender. I think defenders take more like time to mature. They take longer. It's a, it's an, it's an, yeah, it's a, it's a but, different process. But he's a perfect example of you maybe started at a bigger club at a smaller level. Like, and this is my that's opinion. true. That's a different different. I, I think route, Michael right? Keane is is perfectly standard at an, at, at Everton, and and I'm going to be honest, I don't think he gets above that. Like even in his, I think he's at where he's at. Here's the other thing. You're playing in the Premier League for Everton. You're doing fantastic. Yeah, you're a mid-table team not in, a, in the best league in the not world. Not everyone's going to be Virgil <laughs> I mean, Van not, Dyke. That's, that's not that bad. Like, look at Van Dyke. He was like, like Celtic, Sunderland. Like, some people are on that trajectory. Sunderland? Yeah. Southampton. So, sorry, Southampton. Um, I think Michael Keane is on his trajectory right now, but he's like – Drink. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but he, I don't think he's going anywhere beyond that. I watched him for England the other day. I'm like, dude. He was okay. He was – yeah, he's not okay. bad. I mean, it wasn't against a good side. I don't think he should. It was against Montenegro. I don't think he yeah. should ever start for England, no. ever. And no. I don't think he's well, going Well, against to. Montenegro. No, but you know what I mean? Like in Fine. a major tournament, is he going to be one of your starting center backs? No, of course not. Yeah. This is a, this is a development scenario. How did know we get on this topic? topic? I don't know. Uh, you brought up Michael Keane because you said tra- trajectories. So no, but we got talking about like, loaning loaning out players and like, oh, is it Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It went all over the place, but I liked it. That was a good right. little. This is a good little good little uh, shift. Yeah. But we are going to move on from that. Let's get into um, prediction. Predictions. Predictions. Let's do so it. Many games. So many games to so predict. Games indeed. Just just a a little bit of a note here. We're not going to predict all the games in this pod that are coming up. We're going to do those for the competition um, on our own. But we are gonna we're gonna pick a few games that we think are important. So are we? Aren't, aren't we? I think we're just gonna talk about a few, but we're still gonna predict them all. Oh, we're gonna all Let's predict-, predict them all. Oh, yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. I thought it's my my bad. Well, I misread the email. I thought just the- to keep it moving because we usually like to talk about why we think a certain score is in okay. the case. But so got we'll focus on the ones that are games. highlighted that we're gonna talk. We're hey, gonna. Hey, yeah. Hey guys, about. international break. We're a little rusty as well, hey, and, we're, we're, and we're gonna happens. see if the players are, and that goes for all of us. Yeah. Fifteen <laughs> games this game week. Though. There is fifteen. Oh guys, I have to just say I'm fucking can't wait for the Premier League to return. I am dying. Same. I'm so dying, pumped. and you I gotta, get I get Spurs Liverpool to come back to. Woo! I, come I, on, you Spurs! I, if something happens with the international break, that makes I don't know if I'd be so excited. Much more I'm fucking excited. I do not I'm give a shit. I'm excited for that game as well. I am excited about a Here, massive game. Here's the thing, man. A lot of traveling for these players. Anything can happen that first week back. Yep. I'm pumped. Yep. Okay, Fulham at home to Manchester City. I'm not super shocked by this one. <laughs> I'm going straight up three nil Man City. Three nil Man sitting. I'm going to go with man four sitting. nil. <laughs> Because they sit back. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0 as well. Man City. Jesus. Uh, Manchester United at home to Watford. 
two Ooh, one Man United. Is, I feel like this is going to be a, a reasonably tight game. Um, what for a good side? Two one Man United. This is at Old Trafford, though. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh, man, I'm going to go one one. One one. I'm going to go two one Wofford. Whoa, what? you motherfucker! <laughs> I think something's going on with them right now. I, I love when Connery does this. I love it. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay. Um. Yeah. Brighton at home to Southampton. Two one Southampton. You know what? Two two. Two two. It's two draws I've picked. It's dangerous to pick draws, but if you get them, oh, you get them. Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> one each. Oh, you're picking oh. the draw too. Picking the draw. Yeah, it looks it's a draw game. Like if you look at the two sides, he went for broke though. He made sure he didn't have the same score as you. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. <laughs> Burnley at home to Wolverhampton. Paul's second team. Burnley with four straight losses. This yeah. one, this one to me is interesting because Burnley do not feel like a team that should be in the relegation zone, but four straight losses, not looking likely to beat Wolves. But if they lose again, that's five. I, I, this, it's which this, wolves show up. This is a big. That's the question. What, what Burnley shows up for me? Well, Burnley, we know. I mean, Burnley have been shit for four games. So and they've like, got it in them. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, they got them. it in them defensively, and they, but at home they don't play that way. So I think Burnley bounce back here. You do. Two one Burnley. Two one Burns. Two one the Burns. I'm going to go taking a shot at that one because a lot of respect for Wolves. I'm going to go Wolves. Wolves two uh, nil. Two nil Wolves. Yeah, I think Wolves are just too much, and Burnley are going to shit the bed again. I'm going to go with a one-one. I think Burnley are going to play defensively. I want to see Burnley and go I down. I think a counterattack Wolves. Wolves are a counteract team. I don't. Okay. I don't know how they play when they when they're asked to break down a well-organized defense. They've yeah. got. They've got. They got players for that, but they don't score. They score against counterattack. Like almost all of their goals. Uh, yeah, are they're actually the best against the top six. Yeah, they've been, they're fearless. Yeah. And they play yeah. well against they them. They absorb, they're well organized, and then they counter. What, what was my score? What did I pick? <laughs> I might change that after this conversation. You have, <laughs> you have two nil wolves. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go oh, I'm gonna keep you, I'm gonna keep it. I'm just gonna keep it. Fuck it. You're going one one. <laughs> I'm going one one. That's a good pick. I know well. I was close to going to the one one, but I just I think wolves are too good. I gotta go with my gut. This next one I think is going to be <sighs> there are gonna be a lot of goals in this one. Crystal Palace at home to Huddersfield. Oh man, the Huds are the Huds are on the cusp of being having the worst season, uh, tied with the worst season. Yeah, they're Portsmouth. I think worst, it was Portsmouth. Portsmouth was just I, was like a debacle. I think this will be like yeah, currently it's, they're it's bad. on the exact same form as, as yeah, that. It's, it's embarrassing. They will be the, the you know tied with the worst. Uh, yeah, I mean they're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. What do you what do you guys? They're think? the Washington Generals. Yeah, That's three three one Crystal Palace, which is a Harlem Globetrotter. It's, it's at yeah. I mean it's at uh, three it's one at Palace too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to give Huds the chance to score. I'm going to go three nil Palace. Uh, I'm going to go with a one nil for Crystal Palace. Yeah, I, I, I think I think this next game is maybe going to be one of the most exciting games that we can. That's Leicester at home to Bournemouth. Oh yeah, I think that is a good show for for some quality there. Yeah, Leicester have been Leicester have been pretty good lately, haven't they? What's their what's their their run of form at the moment? They've well, they won they won two they won the last two, so you know they they're looking they're looking okay. Last with, five. Uh, that that Dick knows Brendan Rodgers leading the way. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, but I like Bournemouth. I, I think Bournemouth have it in them to score goals. I, not to defend by any means, but I think these are two teams that have very similar offensive um, abilities and a lot of young talent yeah. on display. They're both right. very mid-table. This is like you know two teams at the very same level or yeah. Where they could well, anything I think, No, Leicester, I think, edge them, but I think Leicester have goals. better players, but when it comes to the record and the style of play and how they play, like, you know, it, what one's in, uh, Leicester's in 10th and Burma's in 12th. I'm going with a 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. I was going to go with a 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. You still well, can. You can do the same. Well, if it's written down on mine. See, see, mine's already written down. Oh, you already have yours. Yes. Oh, like I said, let's move fast. Write all it down. Right, right, right. I can appreciate that. That's very good. That's very good of you. I'm going to go Leicester 2-1. Uh, 2-1. Yeah, it's at home. Wouldn't be surprised to see it that way. There's a couple of like would just be disappointed. Middish table games. Like this next one could be very exciting. West Ham at home to Everton. It could be the you know if, if Spurs weren't playing Liverpool, this would be the game of the week. Yeah, <laughs> you might be right. Uh, West Ham. You know what? After that last game, that comeback from West Ham. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Well, Everton, what about what about Everton, Everton beating Chelsea two 0 I mean. You can nah. you can say that. No way. Form, form wise, so form wise, you got West Ham. West Ham's fast, last five games: win, lose, win, lose, win. I mean, that's kind of West Ham, right? That's West Ham undefeated at home their last eight games. But what? How many have they won? Again, of those, because we I say again because we just had this conversation beforehand. <laughs> six wins, two draws. That's not bad. That's not bad. And the last time they lost at home was Man City. That's a fair shout. Yeah. Pellegrini's Oof, got them playing at home. Be, this, this is a tough one. This is going to be me. a cracking game, I reckon. I, I, this is a tough one for me. It's to good. Pick. It's it's the afternoon game as well. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to pick first. Yeah. I'm going to go Everton. I'm going to go two 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 draw. Two two draw. Yeah, another draw. That's three draws I picked. I've I don't got, like picking draws. I got a bunch as well. <laughs> I got to pick a winner here. Oh, I'm going to go two one West Ham. I'm going with you as well. You guys both doing two one West Ham. Actually, no. What? No, no, no. Fuck it. Chirito. <laughs> Everton just beat I'm Chelsea two 0 yeah, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reverse it. I'm gonna go two one Everton. Yeah, there you go, bud. I'm very conflicted on that <laughs> it's one. It's a tough one. <laughs> I'm not gonna deny yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. So Who's Everton's striker right now? Ta- Tawson or Richarlison? They play up front. Cal- Calvert. L- it's not Cal- Calvert Lewin. Tawson. No, he's right. Calvert Lewin. Is that who striker. they're playing up front? Yeah. Are yeah. they playing Richarlison off the left? Here? Yeah. Richarlison's playing. I think just... that's where I think that's where he's the best because he can come in, score from there. He's a bit set more space up. to. He's not a striker. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's worked okay. for them. They just and beat then, Chelsea two 0 Well, this next one's a big one too. Well, is it Cardiff at home to Chelsea? Are we on to the Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Cardiff, Cardiff, Wales, man, got to visit Wales. Cardiff have been like finding a way. Like I don't know how they're doing it. They've been finding a way. What what was their Cardiff's Cardiff's recent form? Okay, so they lost three in a row. They won one one and then lost three and then one again. But when they win, they win these weird ass games. And it's oh, yeah. it's often at home when it is like you said when it's it, it's at the it's in in Wales and the weather shit. I'm not having it. Two nil. Chelsea, Chelsea can't score. Two nil. It's Cardiff. Cardiff for shit. Let's fuck. Let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> I they also are 18th. have two nil. Chelsea. Yeah, like come I'm on. gonna go. I'm gonna go. But I expect this to be an ugly game. One nil. Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I'm just throwing on the Chelsea two. Chelsea can't fucking score. And, Cardiff, and Car- man. but Cardiff are gonna park the bus. Doesn't Chelsea matter. struggle to beat any team that parks the bus. I know, but you they even know this score. against like the Huds and the Bottoms. Chelsea can pop in two or three. I, mm, they can. Sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I made my pick. I'm sticking with it. Stick with it. Stick I was going to go with one of them. <laughs> okay, this one. Oh, salivating. Game of the, the week, 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 week. The pool. Liverpool. Liverpool. At home. To Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur. 
this is a big game for so Ooh, many reasons. What a oh, match. This title decider. A little bit. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. And this is always, like, if you look at the last five or six games that these two teams have played against each other, they've been epic fucking games. Who needs it epic. more? Spurs. Arguably Liverpool. Liverpool. Spurs. Spurs. title fucking race, dude. Spurs need it. You said who needs it more? Yeah. Liverpool. Spurs aren't going to wear – Liverpool aren't going to win the title. Spurs have lost, like – but, like, hold on a second, because Liverpool absolutely could win the title. Oh, I don't think you can just say Liverpool aren't going to win yeah, the title, man. so this doesn't I matter. I have my opinion. I'm allowed no, to state it. it's your opinion through, like, your hopes and your heart. No, no, it's not. I don't, I just think form-wise, City are in a better position to win it, and they likely will. Liverpool, but not far and away, though. I didn't say far and away. Yeah. I just think that's what's going to happen. Okay. I think Spurs, considering the previous form before the international break and having lost two and drawn one, we've been poor. And they need this win, or they need a, a result. I shouldn't say they need this win. I think they need a result. I think they need a draw. They're heavy favorites in this game, which I think is like kind of a slap in the face. It, well, it's at it's at if you look at the, the at record Anfield. at Anfield, is it's difficult. The last year, last year at Anfield, I think we finished two two draw with like like wacky fucking penalty at the end, penalty miss, penalty score. Like it was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. And I think it'll be one of those games. I think there'll be a lot of uh, offense. And and it, it's good. It's, it's going to be a really cracking fucking game. You guys pick first. I can't pick first. I want you because I haven't decided. You haven't decided. <laughs> haven't decided. No, I, yeah. I don't know. Like I found... you, you've obviously yeah. decided. Oh, yeah, decided. So you go first. Well, he's got yeah. Liverpool. He's got Liverpool like two nil. Probably first. I'm going to say Liverpool absolutely need this more. Like that's. I kind of agree. Like, I disagree. Because here's the, and, uh, before, you're, you're looking to finish in top four. They're looking to win the title. Yeah, before, but, before. but it's not about what they're what they're looking for. It's what, it is no. It is. Let me let need. me finish. Spurs no. have more of a cushion. Can I, can I say this? Of course. Can I say this? Spurs. It's what what you what you asked was who needs it more yes. in the position that they're in. So you look at the club and what it is that they need for the club, not what position they're in and what relative to whether they win or lose the league. What does the club need and who needs it more? So oh, Spurs. Oh, that's so convoluted. I don't no, it's not convoluted. That's the fucking what do you question. Mean you, you don't look at where they are in the standings. If you're in a title race, you asked a question. Losing a game to Spurs means more than Spurs it, trying to finish in the top four. No, it's what the a slip up is. What like it a banana means to peel the club. On Dude, it's what you asked was, what? who needs it more? Which club needs it you more? You keep saying the word club like it changes the answer. It does. The club yeah, is the team that's in the standings. I can see where you're coming from, but no, like, it, it's, it's He's talking madness to me. I have no idea like, what he's City saying. You don't, City they're in a, a title in race. Yeah. They cannot afford this to lose a game EPL title. to Spurs. It's for the Shh, title. I, I get that. Like Spurs could lose this game and they could easily still finish in the top four. They're quite easily. Sure. Quite easily, they could also fall out of the top That's four. That's true as well. They can end up at their new stadium next year playing the Europa League, yep. and they, their whole season becomes a fucking disaster. Right. Which club needs it more? This is a team who hasn't won a both Liverpool clubs lose in 29 could, could, years. Okay, can I make this argument? Could could both teams, dis, despite the fact that they're both going for two different things, need it the same amount? Yeah, sure. <laughs> can we go with that? Because I, I, I get that they're different. I get that Liverpool will have a chance to win There's the league. There's more at stake. There's a ton at stake for both teams. It's true. It ton. feels like a fucking cheat yeah. to me, and I don't think anybody but a Spurs fan would argue the point that Liverpool need this more. But having said that, All right, I'm going to say You can have your fucking opinion. Spurs, Shove it up your ass. Two to one. <laughs> You've got Spurs. Oh, he picks Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Unre- unrelated to who needs it more. I just feel like Liverpool are... Away at Anfield. Whew. Man, I would love that, Polly. Are... If you get that right, bang on right, I'm going to kiss you. 
<laughs> the next podcast. I, I'm not far off. I'll take it. I, I've got um, Shit. I've got one one. I and I, my gut my gut on this is yeah. that this is a Harry Kane kind of game, the death kind of thing. Yeah. He's the guy that could decide. But you know what? Salah's been shit. Been Sadio Mane's been the hottest player in the league. Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's like, still money. Yeah, and and who do you have up? Like, who would you put on right back to go up against him? Right Mane, now? by the way, or you're probably Mane wins the yeah. golden boot right now. If you took penalties out of the equation, oh, a hundred percent. He's been like from open play. He's the he's best a guy you could make League. a go. Like we talk about, I think Sterling, phenomenal Van Dyke, but give Mane a show for Player of the Year. Oh, as I would well. agree. I would agree. I think it depends on who wins the league and how they finish. If and he still stays on this form, yeah. I'm going to go with. Oh fuck's sake! I'm going to go with a two-two draw. I, have you picked? I think it's going to be Hold an on. epic again. That's like, fine. Like have last you year. picked anyone to beat Tottenham this entire season? I think the answer is no. Probably not. That's so fucking audacious. I think he has. <laughs> no, he hasn't. I know for a fact he hasn't. Not I, once. He knows for a fact. Not but he, once. But he asked anyway. Right. Yeah, I wanted to hear. I would say it's audacious. <laughs> Spurs are a really good side. He's he hasn't telling. picked them to lose one game the entire year. He's not telling people what to bet on. He's just telling them like I know. What he wants to write down he's, he's predicted Convery. the entire season that his team wouldn't lose one game. Yeah. So what's your fucking point? It's bold. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we got city. We got city three times in eleven days. I might pick us to lose one of those. <laughs> well, well, we'll I might. I might. Only one of them. Fucking a might. Game. Okay. Only one of them. Doesn't matter. Doesn't You're matter. Gonna still gonna pick a tie in that game, probably. <laughs> um, but that one. Do is... I give a fuck? No. No, you I don't. Do He's gonna come back with. We're gonna win the league game. We're gonna lose the other two games. No, no. I don't gonna... have to predict. No, Spurs are gonna get through in the Champions League. I think that game is going to be so good to watch, that Liverpool-Tottenham <laughs> game. I can't hope it's they gonna do. Be, it's going to be epic. Do. What are you guys doing for it? Should we get together and watch it somewhere? I'll sure. watch it. What sure. time is it? Let's do it. It's 11.30. It's oh, a good, yeah, it's a good start. I'm going to go to the spot. pub. You guys should just come to the pub and watch that's it. My are you going to the Dunn spot? ring? Yeah. I'll come there yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, come to the Dunn. It'll be good. It'll be. It's. Yeah, it's going to be epic. Hangover pending, which I don't think I'll have. It's 11.30 start, though. I mean, it depends on how late you are banging some bro. Oh, whoa. How dare you? We should, have our Blackbirds. we should have our Blackbirds meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Monday game. All right. There is a Monday game. What'd you pick? I picked 1-1. One, one. Okay. Yeah. It's got lost in the draw. That's all. I picked 2-2. Two, there, two, two, there was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Oh, oh right. There's a, that other club who plays. In. It's Brian's actual favorite team, Arsenal. Oh, don't say that shit. Arsenal. Uh, at home to Newcastle. Arsenal, who, who used to have the most expensive tickets in the league. Yeah, apparently there's a new team in town with a yeah. most expensive ticket. Way, way to show them. Yeah, Tottenham. you really got them there. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. <laughs> the beer comes from the bottom of the cup. Worth the money. You just guys, you guys just you wait. You just guys, you eh? Just, you guys, <laughs> hey, I've yeah. had a couple, okay? <laughs> right. You guys just fucking wait. This The new stadium is going to be epic as shit. Well, we're going to talk about that I know, in the next but... picks, I can't fucking wait. So why don't you make a pick on this one? Arsenal at home to Newcastle. Newcastle, two to one. <laughs> Ooh. Just because I hate fucking Arsenal, I'm not. We know. We know how you make your picks, dude. (laughs) That was pretty clear. I do not give a fuck what you think. I'll reverse that. Sorry, I'm getting a little aggressive. I'll I'll reverse Arsenal too. More likely that the reverse is probably correct. This is why. This is why I'm in last. By the way, (laughs) football is football is the one thing that I allow emotions to make my decisions. There's a few reasons. (laughs) You do? Yeah, Uh, I do. I admit it. I'm fine with it. The rest of my life, I'm rational. I'm going to go Arsenal three to one. Yeah, they're just. They're going to have a blip here. They're going to blip. It's just not going to be Newcastle. It is. Newcastle or, Newcastle are difficult to break down. Yep. 
Very and, difficult. And to let's break down. keep it moving along here. Uh, oh, you're going to keep it moving along, are why you? Why wouldn't we? This next, uh, we're moving. Sure. This is where you get into the double. We're this moving. Where, in, we're moving into midweek here, folks. This is where we, we get into teams who have played play, asked to play on Saturday, and now they're being asked to play on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah we're not. We're not going to be able to pod until after these games on the Thursday. So we're going to pre- predict them now. Why not? Uh, Watford at home to Fulham. Hmm. I'll go. Uh, I go. like a uh, 2-0 Watford. Fulham, I, I just see them losing something like seven or eight straight. Knock, write it down for both of us, pal. Yeah, I was going to say the exact thing. same thing, so make it's, it three. It seems right. Yep. Oh, this next one. This Ooh. is juicy. Paul, well, who's Paul? What shirt's Paul going to wear? He'll, for do, he'll do the double. <laughs> he'll do like the scarf, the double yeah. scarf. Oh, God, he'll have <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I'll tell you what. This, I, you know, I, all he's going to be watching this whole game, other than obviously, and I, I will back pull up here. He's obviously going for United, but he'll have laser eyes on Ruben Neves. Of course he game. will. Yeah. yeah. And if so Neves good. scores, he'll. he'll no, like, he'll you know, just you know be watching how he okay handles the game I'm and okay all this. It. I'm okay with it. I'll be watching him closely as well. There's a lot of hype. I don't know <sighs> if I've been sold, but he has been playing well. Wolves at home to Manchester United. He's so good. I, I don't know if he is yet. I, he's I, good. He's not as good as Paul thinks. Paul's having a wank. A There's bit. a lot of other people that he's feel He's 21. That, a lot of other people feel he's, he's great so as well. He's so good. I'm not sold yet. No, I'm sold. Uh, he's a good player. He's not yeah. as good as Paul, as Paul thinks he is. Well, yeah. How, um, how good do you think Paul thinks he is? I don't know. You, you do think you he's just, really you just, good. Had, you just blew your load. I said he's really good. You just blew your load okay. a second ago. Okay. He's before, so good. Before we get into results. <laughs> For a 21-year-old, he's so good. <laughs> but you, you you want him at United, right? I would want him at United. But the price tags associated with him, like the 100 million mark and stuff like that, that's, that's crazy. fucking bonkers. Okay, so. Bonkers. I don't know it's not our money and all that other thing. So let's just say United were going to pay. Forty million and Wolves accepted that. Would you be super pumped about super that transfer? Pumped. Super pumped. That's I don't a know wonderful I, transfer for forty million. Yeah, That's but I don't know. Pumped. I don't know how pumped. I don't know if he's. Oh like, come on! You're I don't midfield? know if he's top six ready. I don't. You're I, midfield. Well, yeah. no, I agree. I think he'd be a good signing, but is he be like? Is he going to set the world on fire? Like, yeah. So you're a big fan as well. I then. think compared to what you have in what he does, yeah. yes, yeah, it's probably an upgrade. But is it yeah. you know is it what we need? I don't know. Well, you need an upgrade. So the guy, no, I want just... a, I want a major upgrade. <laughs> he's a pure footballer. For he's me, he's good. He's very smart and he's very young. To be that smart and that young, phenomenal. His passing range is insane. I agree. His ability to unlock from distance also on a agree. counterattack team. He plays for Wolves in the, one of the most devastating counter uh, counteracts I've I seen in a long disagree. time. Man United are a counteract team, and nobody counterattack, not counteract. I know yeah, that's second time. So. Nobody <laughs> from the back is making any those kind of passes. <laughs> it's true. I just don't know if he's got the pace and physicality to do it. Uh, You've at, said that at an elite level. He's he doing it in the Premier League already yeah. for a side that is uh, is punching we'll above see. its weight. I think you have to give him that credit. So joking aside, I'm actually going to be watching him very closely this game as well. Of and you I'm are. actually keeping an eye on right. him in general. You guys but... pick first since it's your side. You guys go ahead. So this is a revenge leg, though. For yeah. me, this is a. We we've taken because you got hits. beat recently. We got yeah, we lost the FA Cup, um, mm-hmm. and I think handedly uh, it was they, yeah. Well, they were the much better team. Yeah, two sure. two nil. That's what I mean, handedly two one. We had a later. We scored late, Rashford, yeah. but yeah, they yeah. they were by far the better team. They deserved to win. Good for them. Two one United. I'm going to go two one United. I'm going to go two one Wolves. Yeah, not unlikely. Wolves, man. Wolves, quality side. Yep. Absolutely moving. But I'll be very clear about this. I said this before. I will not be cheering for Wolves for three weeks, and I will continue that stance. I said that before we play them FA, and I knew this game was coming, so I'm still not a Wolves fan right now. All right, calm down. All right. Chelsea. I'm just a Ruben Neves fan. Chelsea at home. 
to Brighton. Also, and it's Hove. really annoying that we never say shit like, "Yeah, you got handed poorly, yeah, Tottenham." But, but we're United fans. We have class. Brian supports oh, Tottenham. What do you want? It's like his little one-liners. It's like drips of poison. I know. What are you guys whining about? You, 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 know what? you piece of shit. It oh just shows That's a difference. That's so harsh, man. shows a difference in class oh, of fans. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're trying to do predictions. Moving along here. Chelsea at home to Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, this will be, be difficult, I think, for Chelsea. I think they're going to win this one. Um, I think it's going to be 2-0. Uh, but if there's going to be a game where like they lose, I, I see it being a Chelsea. Like days after playing at Wales against Cardiff, after that initial international break, Brighton, who play very well defensively, on certain days, other days not. Um, I'm going to go two 0 with Chelsea, but it's insightful. This is a uh... yeah, it is insightful. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Brian Ireland. It's really taking a turn here. Piece of shit. <laughs> He's calling uh, a piece of shit twice in like five minutes. It's well, you hard. are a piece of shit. It's, it's a bit harsh. A piece of shit. It's a bit harsh. See what happens when I take a week off. It gets real heated. So you're going two nil Chelsea. What, what are you drinking saying? there? Sour beer. Sour beer. Sour Grove. He he always has the best looking bottles. He does. He's got some cool beer. Best looking beer for the best looking man in the pot. So two nil Chelsea is that? We're, we're not correcting him, man. He's a handsome devil. He's got great hair. Um, I'm, I'm going to get weird here and go nil-nil. Oh, the see? That's, that's actually a fair shot. I'm going to go one-nil to the Chelsea. That's what I was, I was leaning on. Like, but this could be a nil-nil. I think Chelsea will get, they'll have enough to get a goal I'm here. I'm getting risky. I need somebody else to win a game week. I'm getting, I feel, I'm feeling guilty. As you should. Right? Uh, City at home to Cardiff. Uh, Twenty nil. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to one. This Fuck. is going to be a shit show. I'm this going five-nil. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go four nil because I think that maybe they'll probably just more reasonable take their time. They'll just have a laugh. I'm a little getting bit. out there with They're some of my predictions. Them, yeah, five nil for me uh, is a little too much. So four nil is what I'm gonna go down. Yeah, and very impactful game here. Tottenham Hotspur at home. Brian, where are they playing at, at home? Home at home. Where actually at home? The at Tottenham home? Hotspur Stadium. There we go. And congratulations! Oh God, I'm excited. Hosting Crystal Palace. God forbid they don't get all three points. Oh shit, we're gonna spank those fuckers in our new home. Dun, it's dun, gonna dun. be. It's gonna be destruction. I think there will be some adrenaline. Going three nil Spurs. Yeah, I'm gonna go three one. Spurs. I'm going to go 3-1 Spurs. Yeah. It's going to destroy them. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You're you're very confident. Oh, you guys, when you watch it on the telly, you're going to be like... But they're not what? airing it on the telly in oh, the United on, Kingdom. They will be here. I know, but what's up with that? That's just, it's a... You know, they actually... I had It was explained on a pod I was listening to. They basically said that um, because uh, there were so many changes that were happening, whether Spurs were going to be... Like, depending on whether they play Brighton or Palace, they made a decision like um, that if this game happens, this is what we're televising. And it was just... There was too much in the air, and they just made a decision that what they were going to televise, and they went with it. And yeah. and it, it turned out to be unfortunate in the end, yeah. but that was reality. Like if you're if you're a TV you know a, a TV station, you're gonna you're gonna have to make a decision at some point. This is what we're gonna televise, and that's what they ended up doing. And it, I'm still a little confused about this. Like there's three games that day, and this game will be broadcast to 
someone like we in Canada can watch this, but right? that's not how broadcasting works. In I think it UK might be though. City and Cardiff that they're they're going to be. They pick, they pick. They have to pick cer- yeah. a certain amount of games, and they're only allowed to broadcast those games. And the other teams, it's it's Would a way it be broadcast on like Spurs TV or like or like, no no it'll be broadcast on like like BT Sport or on uh, you know BN Sport or something like that. Right, and it'll go to other countries, but in the UK, like Sky Sports can't do it because they've got a contract with these specific teams it's it's a way to get uh fans to the games rather than watch it on the telly different rules in the uk than there is in other in other places um but i think espn are going to be showing it uh in around the world so that'll be um how we'll see it here sure do you know what i find it's a strange strange way they they, a lot of those guys over there have access to that kind of shit too like they'll they'll watch it if you live in if you if you live in the world uh, like the internet world you know you can be like reddit yeah Stream. So the one thing I want to point out about this, these next kind of two game weeks is that that game between Liverpool and Spurs, let's just say Spurs even get a draw out of it, which is entirely possible. City have Fulham and Cardiff, and I think we all expect them to win both of those games. Certainly, That's a situation where you could say, not over, but pretty much close to over in the title race if Spurs... Get a result. Get a result. But Spurs got to play City too. Doesn't matter. What if Spurs do the let's same thing Spurs, against City? Let's say Spurs get a point. What if Spurs get a point against both of them? Ah, uh, yeah. This cancels much. cancels it out, right? Too like, much. and, and yeah. the, both of those both of those results. City have are to play Man United as well. Like, there's too many. Though both of those both of those results Banana are possible. Peels. Spurs are in a position where they can basically decide who wins the title, depending on how they perform against either each of those teams. I guess it's still pretty tight, right? But it is really tight. What is it? One point difference right now? Right now, it's two with a two? game in hand. What right. what we'll be telling is at the end of next game week. So this game week, there's the city game on Saturday, and then the city game on Wednesday, and uh, so they basically play twice in a, in a span of like three days. Liverpool play twice in the span of a regular amount of time. So they'll play on uh, Sunday and then they'll play again on Saturday, which is a bit of an advantage for them. Um, but they have the harder schedule against Spurs. Yeah. But if whoever comes out of this kind of weird, compressed turnaround time for uh, arguably a very good squad in Man City and Liverpool with a harder schedule will will have the advantage and the, possibly the momentum going into the, the the harder matches that remain in the like the rest of the season, which is like Man City playing Man United is still a big banana peel. There's a derby. Like there's certain things happening. So I don't know that there there's anything more than like a bit of an advantage to be earned. I don't think anything will be thrown out the window. I do think though, um Liverpool losing the Spurs is that would be massive. Is a big yeah. deal. That is would be that would be huge. I think if if they get a point then there's like they're, they stay yeah. within that the space they need to stay. But then within. it's a four point gap, and then if you look at the following uh, game weeks, it's City, Crystal Palace, and Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah, like it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's we. It's like it's, it's a proper title race, and it it's is. a proper race for kind of everything at the moment. And like even yeah. in the, even in the bottom end of the league, the the, the potential for a bunch yeah. of different teams to finish in the relegation zone is still there. That as well. last spot in the relegation zone crazy. is yeah. is going to be a four four force four, race to avoid it. To avoid it, yeah. yeah. Like from from like eighteenth to yeah, to Brighton are five points clear, and then you get Southampton and Burnley within two. 
this weekend. I, I well, but you got to look at Cardiff at twenty eight, and then you got to go all the way up to Palace at thirty three. That's five points difference between fourteenth and eighteenth. That's not yeah. a lot of points. No, you're right. <laughs> you're the, like, no. the telling thing will be how often they play each other. And, I mean, and arguably, and you could go to Newcastle at 35, and you're still six-point difference. With Here's the thing. It's crazy. Burnley have a game at, well, you know what? Brighton have two games in hand, actually. All over Burnley, one game in hand on Cardiff. Yeah, that little four-team window there, you got to keep an eye on So that. a lot could go on there, for yeah, sure. week to week. Have you guys? Uh, I mean, this is completely off topic, and I don't know where we are. We are we done? We're on the ramble. We're on the ramble oh, time. Man. Okay, let's say let's, whatever you want. Okay, cool. Because I wanted to kind of um, Put maybe your pants discuss. Back on. Well, Jesus, no, I'm, Brian. <laughs> I may want to talk about the, the the teams that might come up from the oh, championship. Yeah? So you know, we do got, you guys follow that league? I do. I do. I follow it a little bit. I, I, I do I'm, not. I don't follow it enough to like say that I watch the highlights or yeah. watch the games, but I follow what teams are where. And I'm, I'm really interested in Leeds in particular because of Bielsa being at Leeds and yeah, manager. Yeah. Like, it would be nice to see Leeds back. For him I to, agree. For Leeds to come to the Premier League and then for Bielsa to be in the Premier League with, you know, managers who have been inspired by him. Um, I, I, I think it's cool like uh, to see. in Sheffield United, I mean, that's another big side yeah, that's got yeah. like, potential to come back in. I miss Norwich. <laughs> it's Norwich. There it's Norwich. It. <laughs> There's no witch. No, I'm talking about my old street. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Norwich Drive. Um, so you got you got Norwich, Sheffield, and uh, Sheffield United, and Leeds in the in the top three at the moment. The point difference between the first and the third is uh, five. Uh, Leeds were leading the league for a long time, but have, have sort of dropped off a little bit le- lately. Um, all on thirty eight games. Uh, pretty exciting to see out of those teams. I mean, obviously, I think we all just said Leeds is probably the most interesting to see who comes up. Oh yeah, they've been gone for so long. They've always been like. They're a huge club, right? Massive. They were they, club they, they in were in the, the Champions League final, like 2003. 2003, right? Like the I mean, semi-final sort or semi-final. My my bad, but they were. Holy they, fuck, they were. Yeah. yeah. Oh like, yeah, I totally forgot about that. And, yeah. then, and then it was like a fall from Greece. I think they got relegated. Oh, that so year. here's here's a question. I Newcastle had the biggest fall. Here's Jesus. a thought about what what happened to Leeds, and I know that I dramatically said that uh, that Chelsea would be like Leeds, and that you know that was do, fun. Do you, do you step that back? A little yeah, bit? probably a little bit. Yeah, maybe but a little but bit. but maybe because I like what you could compare. That that too. They're not the same financially, not in the same position. But but what I um, what I'd like to see here with Leeds is just this uh, this, this big club men- club mentality coming from. How far did they go down? Whoa, Jesus, dude, take your headphones off. <laughs> how far did Leeds go down? They went down to went League down One, to the, right? They went down to the th- no. I think they went further. I could be wrong, but. They had an insane, insane catastrophic drop. fall. So yeah. So what I'm what I'm interested in here is what they did, and what other teams potentially could do with the market the way it is. So they ended up having to, or what they thought they had to do was just spend, spend, spend mm-hmm. their way into. You know, we're in the Champions League. We have to do this to get to this point. But then they went broke because of it because they didn't they didn't finish in the Champions League. Are there other teams right now who? Um, or in the Premier League, that, and again, this is where the, sort of that Chelsea comparison comes in. And again, I'll, I will step it back a little bit because I'm saying that they're same. But if you're a team in the top six right now, and you want to be a team that finishes in the top four, the idea is that you have to spend, right? Like you 100%. have to throw the money at it, or at least unless unless you're like a team like Spurs and who who've decided to take a different route. It's an anomaly, though. And no, 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 I know, yeah. and that's why I said like, and I'm I'm about to finish like to 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 take that into like look at the other clubs who are there, right? So you've got you've got Arsenal, you've got Chelsea, you got United, you got Spurs, you got um, Liverpool and, and City. I think are in comfortable positions that you don't have to think yeah. about them at all. But those other four clubs, 
Do any of them have an opportunity or not opportunity? Uh, do do you see potential for them doing something similar to what happened with Leeds to get themselves into that position? I know I can't you got to throw United out of that completely because they've got too much money. Yeah, but so did the other two, though. For being very honest, so did Leeds, though, too, didn't they? Like, I, what, that, I can't. Speak I don't to think that. Leeds ever had that kind no. of money. No, I guess Champions League was pretty. That was pretty. I think new. they had a really strong financially. Then the the amount of club yeah. they had then was not the same as that it is was now. a Cinderella story that they made it. Not only won the fact they qualified, which was great back then, they were they were very successful. Yeah, it's a Cinderella story, excuse me, for them to go as far as they did, which was great. But it's just management of, of players and finances, I think. Right? Yeah. I, I struggle with this because I don't know what actually went wrong with Leeds. I do know that you could have a squad that can take you really far, and that doesn't mean your club is in a good state. Yeah, my my understanding with Leeds is that they spent way more money than they had because they thought. That they would, they were going to finish in a Champions League position, and then they didn't. Yeah, and then nobody wanted to play for them anymore. And then all the money that they spent, they they didn't have a way to make it back. And then they shit the bed in financial. Sure. If so that, that's that, a that's a very basic way yeah, of understanding. Yeah. That's, my, that's my understanding of what happened. Was that they spent way more for than me? Had. The team that's had the closest run into that situation is actually Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, for sure. That's back to back relegation years for them. And they were yeah. never they were never as high as and there was never really a reason why but they, they did that much. They did basically the same but thing. But they were spending that kind of money because I think they wanted to finish top six. Like they yeah, wanted yeah. some sort of European so which is which is close to, but not I mean they were never really a good I'll player. still stand by my, my, my thought that I think Chelsea are the closest to that in that position in the top six at the moment. Because of the transfer ban, because of their scenario where I mean they have a lot more there as yeah. they have a they have a club that is internationally They're you know, established. They, they're, they're established. But there's a lot of potential for a lot of bad decisions to put them in a position where they're not going to be. The, uh, the transfer ban hurts. Um, they've always been big spenders. I think the big thing with their owner is the the thing that kind of. Well, you think they're going to sell? I mean, if I, I, would, I mean, it's come up right. Like there, yeah. there, there's possibility of that, and I, I'm I'm talking about it from like I've seen Chelsea fans talking about this as like yeah from their perspective, they're like this is a thing that could happen, and we're very worried about it. They so, are the closest to the top six for that happening. That doesn't mean they're close to this happening. No, that's oh, fair. Yeah. That's fair. But but it, like they are in a scenario where it could go to shit for a period of time. Yeah, not forever, but yeah. for a period of time. But that would mean like eighth or ninth for them, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Like that would mean Europa League. Like they're if you think about like the last fifteen years of football with finances, they're they're probably one of the more financially established clubs in Europe. Whereas like Leeds were always like a perennial kind of Premier League team, but like you never expected to them to like I like. It was a fluke that they got into the Champions League, um, but everything that happened. I, so here's here's where I'm kind of going here. I think everybody in that ten to twenty spot, your main goal for the most part is to stay in the Premiership, especially with all the TV. Oh, money all the money, now. yeah, that comes in. Oh my absolutely. god, that's if you like these three teams that are gonna whoever they are that get relegated might not be back here for a long. Long yeah, time. there are teams that go up and down, and that, that changes everything about your club. Sure, absolutely, it does. Yeah, but to see Leeds coming back up, that's I don't know, and I don't have the years of. They haven't been in the the top flight for well over a decade. No, more than that. Though. Like two thousand and I think two thousand four, two thousand five is when they got relegated. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that season two thousand five. No, six, I actually I think, think was the season before that. The year they were in the Champions League semi final was the same year they got relegated. So 2003, that was end it? of that season, 
they did get relegated. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so fucking great. So it's, it's, a, it's that's the beauty of of English football and yeah. the, and the system, it's right? Just the idea like, of relegation. Norwich, generally. Norwich, I think were up last year, so they're up down. No, up, down. Nor- Norwich were no, like, two seasons, seasons ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Sheffield United haven't been up for a long time. Forever. United, Sheffield United are similar, in, uh, I think, in the length of time that Leeds, like the last time oh, yeah. they were up, it was early 2000s. Um, long time. But they're like a classic, welcome up, see you later, goodbye. Like, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, be, they'll up be up for a blink. So out of the... Yeah, Leeds, of, I hope, are good enough to like make a run to stay. Out of the teams in the Premier League, bottom three, currently bottom three, but who would likely finish in the bottom three, the Cardiff, Fulham, Huds. Huds are never coming back, let's be honest about it. Fulham probably will bounce back up again because they've got enough money in their team. And they're an established football club Cardiff, in London. Yeah, exactly. They have, a, they have a lot of young players that are struggling to take the next step in yeah. the Premier League, but they're young enough that when they go back down... They'll come back up again. Unless they get raided. Cardiff, Cardiff yeah. is the, the concern. And they may get raided, but I still think they have enough financial clout within the club, and being in London helps a lot that they'll be able to come back up. Cardiff City... I genuinely think won't the bottom, see them again, right? The, the bottom three right now are the three that are going down, in my opinion. And, and I, I only could see Fulham getting back up again out of those three. I think that's fair, though. Cardiff City, yeah. bye bye. See you in ten years. Huddersfield, we'll never see you again. Ever. Yeah. Fulham, we might see them back next year. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. And, and I it, think I think certain things work towards Fulham's advantage. Like it wasn't like they had a lot of young guys that really shone this year. Like a session, if he had a really good year this year. Would have drawn attention and maybe even bought when he they went down. He was one of the biggest disappointments, I think. But he of, really of, looks like he's unbaked and needs to have some more playing needs, time, some years. Yeah. So, like, stay with Fulham. He go needs down, a good manager. That's, go back to the guy you were last season. Yeah, that's an example of a championship player being very much so overhyped coming into an absolutely massive different caliber of football. And then having ex- his expectations being really high and not and being too terrified to meet them. I think the caliber between the championship and the Premier League is miles better bigger than people think it is but you say that but then you look at a team like wolves now i think it, it i think that it comes down to how the team's managed and they brought it, in a bunch of players uh, that's what i mean like, so how capable t- but how was it so the, so Wol- so so wolves had money yeah they had an understanding of the type of manager they got they wanted they got that manager yeah and they were able to they were they were able to establish themselves it's an incredible story if you think about it like how many teams have been able to do that at that level to come in from the championship and then what are they seventh right now wait no i'm sorry the manager brought them up though he no, was he yeah, wasn't he, no he brought them up yeah. no i didn't say he didn't no it sounded like they yeah, identified the, way the guy like, like no no all happened when they came up no no i mean that they Performed at a level in the championship with that manager yes. and the quality that they brought in. Yes, they, they were they got into the Premier League and they didn't look out of place. And so they that's brought a in very guys, very rare. They brought thing. in the manager, brought in the guys, got up, and then they brought even better guys. Yeah, and it was yeah. And but then they it. they bought the right guys in the yeah. right positions. But you just don't see that happening very often. Yeah, and it's, it's an anomaly. It's impressive. The, the weird advantage is being this whole Portuguese connection, this whole agent thing. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Which is it's, it's weird. crazy. That Whereas gap. Fulham brought in some guys that were like. Like Fulham arguably looked the same as Wolves. Former international players from Germany thing. came in. Failed miserably. Uh, a <laughs> guy who had... Uh, Mitrovic was a guy Shirla, who Shirla, Shirla, Mitrovic helped bring them up. Yeah, yeah. and Shirla had Shirla had experience playing with Chelsea was in the great. Premier League, right? He, they you know, got Sari, who uh, was a, like he was associated for the longest time with Barcelona. And he, yeah, with the fucking Fulham, he was associated with a bunch of teams. I wanted him. Scored a cracker. I think the debut. issue. I think the issue with Fulham was management. Like I just don't yeah. think that was the difference between those two sides. You know what's interesting? They, they Wolves and full credit to them. They're in seventh at forty four points. It's impressive as hell. Everton are eleventh with forty. Like how that little? If you think about that, right? It's crazy. <laughs> what Wolves have been able to do in this season is you just have to. 
you just have to take your hat off. Like, it well hasn't done. been a fluke, fluke. The football has been phenomenal. They played really, really well. They're really well managed. They're really organized. It's just, it's good to see. It's a rare occurrence. And that's sort of, like, sort of uh, to refute your point that, you know, their championship is very different. But they are an anomaly. I do, I do they agree are. that that is not something that you're going to see regularly at all. No. And even, I think even when you see the teams that are coming up, like, okay, out of the three, the Norris Sheffield leads, out of those three teams, if they do all, if those three teams get, is it two to get promoted and then the four teams play in the, in the, the, um, yeah, there's a playoff. Yeah. The playoff? I think, yeah. I think it's right. It's two, two, the two automatic and then four in the playoff. Yeah. Okay. So if, if it's Leeds, West Brom, Middlesbrough, Villa in the, in the, uh, who you're looking at basically four, three out of those four teams have been regular Premier League teams for the last Villa yeah. for sure. Middlesbrough for years. West Brom and up and downer. West Brom were in the Prem for a good three or four seasons. Like Aston Villa is the most Premier League team. Absolutely. Biggest club in, in that, that group, conversation. Period. Well, yeah, yeah, they for are. sure. Yeah, no, they are for sure in the amount of re- years. But they're also in the sixth position. They're in the last position of those yeah. four. Uh, it just be interesting. I, I, th- I, that that playoff that they do is one of the most entertaining, yeah. awesome, yeah. entertaining things about football. Period. And it's I love that they do that. I, I think that's a really cool thing that that should be done. In my concern leagues. with Aston Villa specifically, and I do know a little bit of this one, is that like, how are you supposed to be a Premier League team next year? How are you even supposed to be like a real contender in in your league that you're in now when some of your best players are loaned players? I don't think there like is Abraham from Chelsea is like, but they're big enough to spend money to actually get themselves back. Like they could have done what Wolves did. Like this injection of money that Wolves had, that's new. But Aston Villa are a big club so that should and be able to spend money. Here's a bigger question: So when you get promoted, right, you're going to be playing in the Premier League next season. When do you get that money that every promoted team gets that's doled out? Do you get it at the end of the season or do you have to wait? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, every Premier League team gets a, a, a huge Are you talking about the TV money? Yeah. Well, the TV money doesn't happen until after the season you played where the TV has happened. So, so like, are I, you I tell don't me? think. You get money for finishing a certain thing within the league you're in. And I, and I think that that's actually one of the biggest amounts of money you can get in any league. For sure. Is is, is getting a promotion. And so that that's a different thing so than the TV money. So, are Field going to get a bunch of TV money and be like, hey, you're, prom- you're relegated, see you later? Yeah, they'll get up. They'll have some. Because if I'm, then no, listen. I, I think th- there's no big bag of money you all of a sudden get. It's probably like a like a monthly or weekly distribution. Yeah, I don't know how it's. I don't know how and that it, works. And it's not like, yeah, there is no sudden paycheck that they all of a sudden get. It's balancing books. Even if it was a big sum of money they had, they've already been spending it the entire time, knowing that it's coming. It's if just, I'm Norwich, the ledger I'm, will be read uh, I'm when it comes to loans. the end of the season. I'm taking some loans out if I'm Norwich because you have to buy to stay up, in my opinion, to a certain extent. Like Norwich, Norwich have been really like seventy-eight points. But like, look at Wolves; they bought very well. They, they, they have a twenty-one-year-old um, defender, center back, that is already being touted as being a Man United prospect. Like yeah. it's so it's so fucking weird. Like a little bit a little bit of success down here, and all these things start happening, and it's almost like it's better if you're ignored. You kind of have to in. you kind of have to poach these players in those scenarios, though, right? Like that's the do. only way you're going to find that like that next player that's going to, you know, that is going to well from from our perspective anyway is going to not going to break the bank, but is going to be a player that you're going to be and able that to bet team in in a way. The money more than uh, yeah. more than they need the player, but then you know they get promoted and they lose their best defender. 
part of the game to a, to a competition. And then yeah. how does that how does that pan out? Right? Just don't buy anybody who's a defender in that level. <laughs> <laughs> like wait until they get promoted. If their team sucks, but they still look like they were decent, then buy them. Then maybe uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not different like a when it's an attacking player. Like a striker then. comes up and scores 40, he's going to be worth a ton of money. Especially in that, I think in that league too, a lot of the defenders are younger defenders and there's not a lot to say about where they're going to go as they get, it's get always, older. It always seems like a weird mix of veterans playing beside young guys. The veteran, yeah. yeah like the John ve- Terry playing behind. Yeah, but the veteran, yeah, the veterans have already either done something in a, you know, in a, in, in the, at a higher level or they just have peaked and that that's as far as yeah. they're going to go and it's obvious, right? Is he like, still like, playing? John Terry? No. No, no, he retired. He retired. He played one. At the end of last season. Yeah, last I season. I hate that guy. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. That's he's, right. <laughs> he's filth. <laughs> he's dirty. Hey, he's a dirty hell of a footballer. Game. Very, very good defender. Terrible human being. Terrible human being. Yeah. It's crap. Agreed. What anyway. Do th- what do you think, We should boys? make that the start of the pod. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, I think uh, maybe that's it. That's what I'm saying. Another one bites the dust. If you guys have made, if you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening to the North End Podcast. We really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, where will we be this Sunday at 11.30? We will be at the Dunright Inn. And uh, shout out to the Dunright Inn. We will be watching Spurs v. Liverpool. Toronto, Ontario. Uh, and if you want to come out and join us, uh, come out and join us. It'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be mayhem. Uh, and uh, hopefully Spurs are going to get a result. What's great time, great what curry. Get, yeah, oh, really great good. curry What there. time do we have to show up at to get seats? The best way to show up, best time to show up there is typically is an hour in advance. Um, Holy fuck, man. There are Well, you know, it's worth it. Oh, it's two games. I said I best think. time. Oh, I didn't you say some seats for. I didn't say only like time. Um, I usually get there in an hour in advance because I help them put the chairs down. Man, City oh, games before that. Man, um, yeah, you know what? That's maybe worth it. But yeah, uh, it's worth coming out because you know uh, the, the Sean is Sean is always cooking up some good chow. Um, often it's curry. It's eleven thirty game, so it'll be a lunchtime. So yeah, probably going to be some curry. So yeah, come Chelsea Cardiff before. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, well, on we that, should have no. a Blackbirds meeting there. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. All right. I'm waiting for it, Brian. I already did it. You did it, man. We've just been talking. Did you do it if you've made it this far? I did. Oh, fuck. Do you, you want to do it? <laughs> you John. go ahead. You go ahead, Carmen. No, I like what you do. If you made it this far, thank you for thank you for listening. <laughs> we really appreciate you, the North End Podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. This is the North End. This is the North End.